All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 143. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? Good, Fred. Yeah? Good. I mean, I'm in the basement back home. Oh. And not in, not in the cozy cabin, which I wanted to bring the entertainment from. <laughs> so I wanted wanted to bring it. Didn't happen. Trees has you been know. to multiple exotic locations in the last ten minutes. I've seen him. <laughs> but he was actually in actuality non virtual. He was at mm-hmm. the cabin and he had it all set up. I was very proud of myself. And I had to go and fuck it up because my wife decided to become a closeted, like, football fan this I year. I love it. That's nice. Yeah. You know? It's good to see you're passionate that, about something. Yes. And to be clear. Yes, listen. Yeah. In, in your defense, I didn't tell you I was going away. So it wasn't like, you know. Sure. It, it was a surprise on my part. I went at the last minute, but I was just proud of myself that I had brought all my shit. And I said, I'm going to surprise Fred when he he's going to think I have a filter on over my, but <laughs> right. I'm actually going to yeah. be in my cabin. And it was the conditions were it was just me and the boy going up there. Right. Right. So I didn't have the women. So I didn't have to be like tucked away in the basement with the power equipment and behind the lawnmowers and snowblowers and shit, you know, yeah. I could be up in the main, the, the main, main cabin. Area. Yeah. And my son would be in bed and I was going to, I had some drinks lined up and I was, I was going to sit in my glory. And then, then, then you texted me and, and let the air out my tires. You know so, what I'm saying? So to my wife's credit, she didn't become like a fair weather fan. She's been following the chiefs since, Day mm-hmm. one, so like I guess that helps, but we don't need to get into it because we don't need to get into <laughs> it. But when I tell my week, I'll, I'll explain the play by play because I'm sitting there like a fool. Past like the latest of the late, we were talking about, and I'm like, I mean, the game's pretty close to over, right? Like things will be fine, right? And like a fool. Like every housewife in America, I thought that when the game ended, that's when everything ends. Mm-hmm. I was mistaken. That's when everything begins. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Holy shit. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, again, if you if they lost, party party would have been over. Yeah, but they won. They won. So they now won it's on a on. very close game. So yeah, but yeah, it was. Oh, anyway. Enough about that. Yeah, so I, I'm jealous of your cabin. I want one. I think I need to get mm-hmm. one. I'm not going to get one anytime soon, but it's a good life goal. It's a good down-the-road goal. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was a last-minute thing. Um, I can't remember why we were going either. I can't remember. You know, my son had said Does me. Does one need a reason? S- no, I guess not. I, I think I picked my son up from school. Last week, and he goes, I missed out of the blue. He goes, I missed the cabin. I go, yeah, I know. I go, I don't think we're we're heading up there this this year. Usually, we go February vacation. 
right in the winter. Right, yeah. so we do all the sledding and all that nonsense that we always talk about, <laughs> but I don't believe we're doing it. Um, so yeah, so he go, so I told my wife, I go, yeah, you know, the boy was talking about he misses Kevin. He goes, why don't you guys go this weekend? Just play hooky from school on Monday for him, and just take go up Saturday and stay until Monday. I love and that. I like, I love that. And and like my wife often talks about like us actually doing something like that because we got the Lake of the Ozarks out here. Mm -hmm. And she goes, we should we should get a house out there or a cabin or something, something on the lake. And she goes, because you can work remote. So like every Mm -hmm. weekend, if you want to drive two and a half hours and stay there for the weekend, bring the kid with you like it don't matter. Yeah, that's what I drive. Well, two, two forty five, maybe. Well, and what she's there. even talking about, because you know me, and I'm an old curmudgeon, and I mm. love being in my hobbit hole. Like, she's like, or just, we'll all go down as a family, and everyone but you drives back. <laughs> yep. I was like, that sounds pretty fucking nice. No, we've, I mean, we've done that. We do yeah. that. We take two cars, and because and, I don't have to work on Monday. Right. You know? Yeah. So, we, we've done that. And, um... Yeah, so we didn't have a reason. So we just, I got home from work on Saturday and we, we you know, the boy was packed up and I packed up quick and we, we bolted, you know? I love it. And yeah, we we didn't really have a game plan. It's funny because my wife, like, packs all this shit for us. I, and, and, and she's listening, by the way. Just so everybody knows, all the listeners out there, uh, my wife is now an avid listener of the show. She's listened to all of them. Awesome. Um, no, it's not awesome because it's not for entertainment <laughs> entertainment pers- purposes. Like she's not listening to the like enlighten herself on video games. Oh she's, yeah, get out. She's I, listening. I had no idea. Yeah, she's listening to the beginning <laughs> to see if I'm talking shit about yeah. her, and then calls me out every single week on shit I got wrong, <laughs> on stories I I didn't tell right. She probably thinks people that I swapped that around. Like- that whole flipping year in my week was like my idea or was your idea. No, no. It's like, you know, it's like, give, give me something. Can you give me something, please? <laughs> Can I have? So now it's like. She's but, just know, looking not, out to make sure you're I'm, accurate, sir. I'm, I'm not going to censor myself, though, Fred. All right. I'm going to say what I say is what it is. Uh and, uh, you know what? We'll I, I appreciate that a man takes responsibility for the statements he makes because no. I would rather face an entire grand jury than my mm-hmm. wife. <laughs> Let me tell you something. She's nothing more than one more person hitting the subscribe button. That's all I care about. <laughs> Just make the numbers well, go up. I wonder up. if she's That's got fine. her friends on it because we got, we got a little spike in subscribers. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like... I wouldn't go retiring on it or anything. Oh, good. Well, especially because we don't generate good. any revenue, but. Well, guess what? All your friends are shitty, honey. And I don't <laughs> like them either. Stop making plans. I don't want to hang out with them. Um, we had a huge spike recently on that uh, text fail one. And sending <laughs> deck pics seems to be pretty popular in the last 30 days. Yeah, I think that's just people misspelling shit <laughs> into the duck duck. Go browser. That's fucking looking for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad hits. <laughs> I heard what you said about my friends. I heard what you said. Um, 
But yeah, she'll so she'll she'll pack a bunch of shit that we don't need. Uh-huh. Like literally him and me stay in the same pair of jeans and t-shirt for like two days <laughs> and then we come home. But I, I go up there with like, you know, like separate bag of winter clothes. I'm I'm literally there for one full day. Like we get there Saturday evening, we're there for Sunday, and then we come home Monday. And we have so much shit that we did and food, you know, she sends like boxes of pasta and stuff, and it's just like, what do you think we're eating? We ate a frozen pizza and then toast for the rest of the weekend. All right. Like, <laughs> and then we're just out like getting ice cream and shit, you know? So it's like <laughs> you know <laughs> like we could have each take the uh, we could have each just took a bag lunch with us for the weekend. <laughs> we would have been fine. Um, but yeah, we we didn't have any plans. We just went up there, and um, you know there was snow up there, so we we got to go. But it's actually been unseasonably warm up there. I think because the lake was frozen, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It didn't feel. Like, I I didn't see any like fish huts out there, like ice oh, fishing okay. huts. Yeah, and like the the lake's pretty shallow, a little ways out before it's like deep. So I don't have a problem with walking around on the ice, like when it's knee deep. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like my son, I'm like, dude, stay back here. You know, yeah. we, we put some skates on. We tried to skate a little. He could skate because he's light enough. Mm-hmm. But when I put my skates on, I was digging in just a little. Little, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is a little soft, you know. And then, um, yeah, and, and then I took a tour around the other part of the lake, and some of it wasn't even frozen, which is bananas for the end of January, that there was, like, exposed lake, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It should be, like, pretty thick, you know, by now. Um, but apparently, my wife... Uh, was ooh and ahhing at the TV tonight, and uh, the weather is saying it's going to be like minus 32 this week, which doesn't sound possible. Like, that sounds like a mistake. No. Because I'm just like, isn't that the end? Like, I saw Jake Gyllenhaal getting chased by wolves in a movie, <laughs> and I believe it was negative 32. It was like the new Ice Age, you know? <laughs> like, that seems... That seems like, like a bit much, man. My boss was so. talking to me. She's in upstate Wisconsin, and she was like, it was negative 24 on the way into the office today. And I said to her, yeah. I was like, we're all full remote. Like, I, it's not just me. <laughs> the whole team is, even though they live by the hospital. I said, what, the f- what are you doing going into work? Negative <laughs> like, uh, yeah, 24. Nuts, oh. I was picking up dog poop in the backyard, and it was 11 out, and I was miserable. Not just because I was picking up dog poop. I'm used to that. But, like, 11. And 11's cold. Hmm. Negatives, that's cold. That's like, don't go outside. Trees, I think at negative 35, if you spit, it, like, freezes before it hits the ground. Yeah, it sounds dangerous. I want you to so, test that. <laughs> I'm going to go out there like one of those assholes and throw like a <laughs> cup of water in the air. <laughs> Woo! My wife. <laughs> my- <laughs> it might like do something cool. I actually, I think I'd like to yeah, see Yeah, it that. might just turn, the, it would just turn to snow. <laughs> like, I'm, so we've, see, we tried that once uh, when it wasn't cold enough and there's nothing more pathetic <laughs> than just throwing <laughs> just a cup of water in your water. backyard. 
You're like, woo, good times, good times. Um, but yeah, anyways, we uh, trip to New Hampshire. It was good times. It was fun. We got away for a day, day or two. Um, <clears throat> went down to the, uh, the the fun center at one point. Little, you know, it's like a little like Dave and Buster's without the yeah. booze, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's our annual trip. He likes going there. They they always have the Jurassic Park, you know, double Gatling gun machine. Oh, I know it well. Yeah, that we, the we raw thrills run. One. Yeah, we, we just run through it now. Like every chapter, we just <laughs> can just run through it. Yeah, you know, it's not even like a thing. Um, yeah, and so we did that, and he actually got a giant stuffed uh, octopus from one of those giant crane machines. Oh, nice! Which I've never seen happen. <laughs> like we've got the little tiny things. Uh huh. Like you can grab those little tiny, like you know whatever they are, little little yeah. stuffed animals. Little, but this was like. Size of his head. Oh, but yeah, when and, you uh, scale those, yeah, they get much harder to grab. Yeah, and he, and he tried to grab one, and he it was an octopus, so it was round, and he grabbed it perfectly, and then it dropped it. And I was like, buddy, you can't get these. Like, you had that thing perfect, and and he wanted to do it, so he did it again. It was right next to the glass uh, chute, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that drops down. And so when he brought the claw down, one of the claws actually got hung up on – Oh, the partition. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's the end of that. But then the weight of it like snapped Slid it down. Up. Oh, okay. No, it actually like, you know, because it kept yeah. lowering. And then eventually it just like snapped down. And I don't know if the like the weight of it hit the octopus a certain way that like went underneath it and grabbed it. Like it got caught on that. Yeah, and like I was like, dug it up. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like jumping up and down. He was like, I've never seen him so excited. You know, oh, it was a good time. So like, yeah. Yeah, he was he was like losing his mind. So that was fun. Um Yeah, man. And then uh otherwise than that, I just been I've been just chilling here, man. Back home, doing nothing. Sitting having a drink. Um <clears throat> you know, much like the Fortnite minute, mm-hmm. uh we do a Funko Pop minute. Yeah, let's do it. Um the back and forth is still is still real. Of like I'm going to do this, and then there's no way I can do this. That's still going on, but yet it hasn't stopped me from still purchasing, like Funko Pops. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the box that came in last week. Remember, I ordered. My friends made me buy a box of Funko Pops for like fifty bucks. I do recall. Yes, uh, they showed up. All right, and I opened them up, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, these look a little fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. These look a little damaged. This one's crushed for sure. All right. Then I'm looking at even more, looking at them blowing. They all have like packing slips and stickers on them, which isn't good for cardboard, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, huh. And then I pull one out and I'm like, what is this one? Like, I don't even remember getting this one. It was like some Stan Lee or something. And I'm like, huh. Okay. So then I went back, I pull up the auction. I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, no, I didn't get these. And then uh, I did a, a cardinal mistake of eBay, Fred. Oh, okay. A 30-year veteran of eBay, I should know better, right? We mm-hmm. all know better. And that was <clears throat> I didn't read the full description. 
Oh, shit. It's in the heat of the moment with my friends. Let's buy this shit. And it says right there, uh, not even really hidden, right? Right mm-hmm. there. It just says uh, the picture is only a representation of, of the pops you, you can get. get. Yeah. You will get random pops. And then underneath that, uh, it says all boxes are have wear or are damaged. Mm-hmm. So my buddy's like, send them back. Dispute it. I was like, no. I said, my conscience would not let me do that. You know, this guy put it in the description. I did not read it. It's on me. I own these pops now. These fucked up, smashed up pops. You know, I think I can salvage maybe three of them. Maybe. There's a nice woody woodpecker in there, Fred. But I got to get the packet label off of the top of it. Uh, someone told Slow. me I can use a blow dryer. Gooby gun. So instead of blow dryer, I actually will we'll take them off. <laughs> but if not, this goes in the 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 the, the loss column, Fred. The profits and the, <laughs> the <laughs> they put them in the, the red. Money. Put them in. The it's red, in the friends. red. These are yeah. in the red. These become dog toys or something. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> Open them up. Spread them around. Um, so that was disappointing, you know, uh, but I did, I might've purchased a lot of, um, mini, uh, Stave Puff Marshmallow Man pops, like oh, all of them Okay, from like, you know, cause they were, they were pretty cool looking. I don't know. Listen, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think in my brain, I'm thinking, uh, if I get enough of them. I put myself in a position where I have to get rid of them. Okay, you know what I'm saying, yeah, that's what that's that's where I'm that's what I'm working with right now. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Fred. I still think I can. I still think I can make it make it make it happen. Oh, don't make let me discourage you. I think you can. I genuinely do. I can't. I watch a lot of streams. They're not very good. They're not very good, and they're doing all right. Oh so, yeah. I don't know, man. Still fun, still, still fun, and I'm resisting the urge because uh, it's hit me a little bit. Okay, like the to, to like collect some for myself. It's really tough, really no, no, tough. No, every drug dealer knows you don't sample your own product, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I have a um, I had I got this some in a little lot that I got. All right, okay. One's like Donald Duck from Kingdom Hearts, which is worth worth some money. It's free. That's tempting, right? That's that one like is a tempting, tempting one actually. to keep. I love Donald. Uh, there's Blue from Jurassic World. I like Blue. Yeah. He that's a pretty badass pop. But I'm like, oh no, no, no. And then there's a um it's like a gold Lemmy from Motorhead. Oh, now that the man's past. He's a legend. I know. Always was. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. But I have to resist. Right. Can't keep these things. Can't keep them. You're going to get rid of them. I will get rid of them. I will get my money back. I forgot what. Not that I'm spending a lot of money on them. <laughs> Not spending hardly anything on them. But. 
I'm yep. trying to remember what Lemmy's like big dorky admission was in the movie Airheads. That you said I had a bug collection. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember being remember at Lemmy's bar in L.A. the last time I was at E3, and right. I went to uh, yeah, I went to the Sunset Strip. <laughs> And got hammered in Lemmy's bar with my former co-host, Hefe. And yeah, there's no great story there. There were rock stars there. It was it was fun. Yeah. It's like an old pirate ship. And Lemmy's bar was just a blast. But well, you know. yeah, good people and everything. But yeah. Anyway, Lemmy was great. And like it was one of those things where he had that massive birthmark on his face. And everyone was like, just don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one I have for it. I sent it in the chat. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a great... (laughs) That's a great... Funko. Can't name him. You can't name him, Fred. forgot his last name was Killmister. (laughs) Yeah. You can't keep these pops, Fred. No, you got to sling them? Yeah, you got to sling them. Lemmy has to get slung. Even though that is pretty dope. Lemmy has to get slung. <laughs> I just want you to know that you may have just <laughs> you may have just the named the episode. <laughs> but anyway, um, anyways, man, that's uh, I gotta close my basement window here, Fred. I'm I'm starting to get cold down here. God, you got the window open. I got the space heater on. <laughs> No, it was so hot down here that I had to, um, it was so hot down there when I got down there, I was sweating. I'm in you know? flannel pajamas and I've still got the fucking, yeah. Oh boy. Let's see, what's the oh temperature boy. outside? It's probably colder by you, but it's 15 mm-hmm. out right now. Mm-hmm. But, and then just to, um, just to double back and reiterate, uh, yeah, my wife's, my wife's listening to the show again. So I have that. <laughs> I thought I'd double back on that. When did you get so when did you get all these pops? When you get these pops? Is that when? Yeah. Oh, good. my oh, wife is like um uh, it's a reference you probably don't know, but there's a movie called uh there's a Darren Aronofsky film called Requiem for a Dream. And those who have seen it know it's a it's a hor mm-hmm. it's a scarily accurate but horrible depiction of of, of drug addiction. It stars Jennifer Connolly mm-hmm. and Jared Leto and a couple others. Um, one of the Wayne's brothers. Yeah, Marlon. Yeah, Marlon's in there. And um, what's her face from? Uh, I hate to call it what's her face. Um, the uh, the mom from The Exorcist. But anyway, and in it, there's a scene where <laughs> Marlon's talking. Marlon Wayne's character is talking to a deaf guy, <clears throat> and he just is like, "You fuck me, I'll kill you." <laughs> and he goes, "He says you fuck him," and he goes, "Yeah, I got it." <laughs> mm-hmm. And like that's kind of like the agreement my wife and I have. She goes, financially, we fuck each other. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? That means we have to have a serious conversation about our future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so whenever shit starts showing up at the door, because I'm gonna have a story similar to that in a minute here. She just she's like, no, I'm not I'm not questioning it. I just I just trust it's on the up and up. You got a plan. Yeah. Well, you know, my my complaining is all in my head anyways. Because my wife really... Yeah, but you, you go to casinos and stuff. As long as you don't 
fly too close to the sun. No, it, it's my it's my money for my oh, okay. Well, then, personal account. Then yeah, it, I'm I'm never using I'm never using our joint money for the house and stuff. Okay, but I I do I've always had my little side bank account <clears throat> um, that like you know my runoff money goes into, and I use mm-hmm. that for you know my my junk food and snacks and my video games and. If yeah, I do Julie and I have just, a split. You know, we have a split, and then we each have. Mm-hmm. We do it in a different way, which is probably more risky, but we've made it work. In that we keep paying it off, but we each have our mm-hmm. own private credit cards. We got on our own. Yeah, we do and too. We use those, and then we have like a budget split, like when we get paid. And so mm-hmm. I just like day one, I see it just it just comes out like if if her budget is, and I'm just gonna throw out a number. It's not the budget, but like if her budget's four hundred bucks a check. Then she gets her four hundred, mm-hmm. and it immediately gets withdrawn, and it's probably paid towards that credit card, which doesn't necessarily mean she has a four hundred dollar balance on that credit card. It just means that she just uses that credit card to live her life and do her shit, and then she just pays it off every month. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't think my wife really gives a shit. It's more in my head that yeah. she cares. Yeah, but and then it she's means like, care. But she's probably like, I'm, I'm sure she wishes I didn't spend my money on like. I don't know, man. Toys. She seemed pretty no like idea. I'm not gonna speak for your wife at all. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't disrespect her like that, but especially now that I know she listens. Um, but yeah, yeah. but previous statements made on this show suggested she may have been encouraging of this concept. Yes. With the maybe. unwritten understanding of all marriages, which is that you handle it responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she just wants me to have a hobby uh, that isn't that of a nine-year-old. It actually brings money back somehow. <laughs> First know. of all, gaming like, is I, for more than nine-year-olds. In fact, um, but but second of all, uh huh. Trees, if you wanted to get good, you could bring money in gaming. It just seems like a I miserable could. future. That's I think that's for my son. And if that's what he wants to do, that's cool. But I have watched too many young competitive gamers and pers- professional streamers lately. They look like fucking homeless people. Like well, they're getting work Because, well, one, <laughs> they're surrounded by nothing but miserable atmosphere. Excellent like the gaming atmosphere is nothing but... Mi- it's not people saying good job and yeah, patting no, in the online back. Online gaming... Communities it's, these days are by yeah. and large toxic. It's I people saying, yes. it's, it's just people going, people. yeah, it's people going, you suck, man. 10 headshots? Dude, I got 20 this morning. Like, it's it's just full of that. It's like full of uh, fucking never do is, you yeah, know what I mean? Can, you can fucking. carve out like little niches of decent people, but like, yeah, by and large, the gaming community as a whole mm-hmm. is a completely un realistic you know removed from the reality of this world mm-hmm. toxic negative group of people <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. at least that's my feel but yeah you know so i'm it's talking like, about in the grand scheme before people get too defensive i will say my son watches like sort of like happy gamers yeah like. yeah my wife because uh, my wife my daughter tends to find some very positive and quite amusing if i might add mm-hmm. Uh, YouTubers. Sometimes we'll be eating lunch together on the days my wife works so she doesn't make us turn off our phones. And I'll be watching like a Digital Foundry video and I'll overhear something Autumn's watching and it just amuses the hell out of me. I think I think like it's so funny. You watch some Fortnite streamers, right? 
which uh-huh. is what he watches, and they're having a ball. Right. They're having good, yeah. clean fun, it feels like. No mm-hmm. one's swearing. They just and then if you swap over to like a Call of Duty, it's miserable. Everybody seems okay. miserable and toxic. It's like, oh my god, why are you guys even playing this game? It's like I go back to Fortnite where it's all niche, happy and man. shiny. I can't get a real job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see people shooting a fucking pinata llama and fucking I so when I recently yeah I won't go too deep into this but when I recently played the single player I forgot that that's where the pinata llamas are they're all over the single player and they're fun as hell they just shoot them yeah you do Um, and you just get shit shoot them you get shit and then they rift out of there if you don't get them in time that's true which is a good tactic if you're stuck in the storm or the storm's coming and you come across a llama you give them a few shots to knock them down and then he'll rift. Yep. And then you can hop in the rift True. get out of there. little tip for you. little Fortnite tip. Um, but yeah, all joking aside, I don't think my wife really cares what I <laughs> what I do as long as I'm not fucking <laughs> depleting the funds. And for the most part, I'm home all the right, time. Yeah. So as long you know, as you're dependable and not spending all the all the yeah. If I was money. if I was going to the uh, the Funko VA club right. every day, <laughs> then you have a beer with the Funko. The, my Funko comrades in fucking, yeah. They'd, they'd probably be like, where are you going again? Back to that Funko club? Yup. Club. Yep, back to the Funko it. club. <laughs> fucking, that's where I'm hanging. <laughs> no, I'm home. I'm home for the most part. Doing nothing. Anyways, what, what are you doing? What have you been up to? Um, yeah, i uh been up to <laughs> a little bit. Um, so... Hold on real quick. Fred can't read and type, so there we go. Um, Let's see. The last week, uh, and just in general, like work has been, how do I put this? Long but not stressful. So like my days are like nine or ten hours. And my wife, I was kind of bitching about it a little bit, like at dinner and stuff. My wife was like, you used to be strung out like stressed, especially when you were on call. Like you used to flip out. And she goes, and now, yeah, you think you're working longer, but like you start working every day at like eight and you used to leave the house every day around eight. And these days you're getting done between like five and six and you never were home before six. So like, I know it sounds like, oh my God, I'm working 10 hour days, but like you've got no commute and you're at the house. And when I need to talk to you briefly about shit, like that used to be like this stressful call at work. And now you just say, all right, I'll be free at 3.30 and you talk to me until 3.45 and then you get back to work. Like you're in that office and you just seem like chill, right? Like your days are longer, but you're not stressed out. She goes, I think you're good. But I got a project, a project with a deadline. It's like a video game <clears throat> with a due date, right? Like, hmm. And I'm making progress and, but it's one of those things where like, you just, you don't know how long it's going to take you. Right. And so you think you're making good progress and I have no reason to believe I'm not hitting the the milestones, but you just, I don't know. You just get paranoid if you care. Right. And Julie's like, your biggest problem is you care. But aside from that, (laughs) um, just been chilling enjoying life um i'll talk about the football game real quick just because it was relevant to us but uh um so sunday 
is when Trees and I usually record this show. And uh, the Chiefs have done very well. So there was the AFC Championship and uh, to figure out uh, who's going to the Super Bowl. And it was uh, Chiefs versus, uh, what was it, the Jaguars? No. No. The Bengals. The Bengals. That's what it was. Mm. It's fucking Bengals. Um, and I don't love football. Like, just just, just laying it on the table. Like, it's fine. Can, I don't mind watching the no. game play by play. Uh, what happens is my attention span can't hold a whole game. Right? Okay. And so one of two things happens. Either I get really bored or really drunk to mm-hmm. make up for it. And this was not a really drunk kind of night. I had to hit the ground running on Monday morning. I wasn't going to do that. And I was talking to you and I was like, yeah, we'll see how this game goes. You, you were, you said I'm at the cabin. I got the gear. We were cautiously optimistic. And I was like, okay, well, I know I can't make our usual 9 PM Eastern time, but maybe 10. And trees, I'll tell you, the game was pretty boring in the first half. And then the back half, like things tied up and then it got fun to watch. That's when football gets fun to watch. And mm. I remember sitting there at like 10.05, 10.10 time, uh, your time. And I was like, uh, the score's tied. We got like 36 seconds left, but, you know, maybe we could, maybe we could finish this up and, and be good, right? Like, I'm like, we're, we're a little late from the cutoff trees and I agreed on, but we'll see. We'll see. And then in the end, the Chiefs did. They got a, a miracle play and uh, scored a field goal and won that game in, in something that was very clearly going to be overtime. And uh, it was awesome. And I was like, oh, sweet. It's only like 1020 Eastern. I'll just text trees and apologize and I'll jump on the thing. And then be and then fucking this one girl that was over at the We didn't have many people at the house. This one girl who was over whipped out a fucking bottle of Fireball and was like, let's go. And I was like, oh, shit. And no one for the record. Hello? What the fuck? Hold on real quick. (laughs) Did you hear that? No. Okay, hold on. All right, sorry about that. That made for great radio, I'm sure, because Tree said he didn't hear anything, so probably no, no one did. But my wife tripped over the baby gate and knocked it over, and we have hardwoods upstairs. And so when that hit, oh, you scared you. It's amazing that I love horror games, right? Because I'm so jumpy. But anyway, I know, like a little froggy. So, so yeah, I, I, no one had to be at work but me. And so what ends up happening is you become kind of the babysitter, right? Like. Mm-hmm. So I texted you and I was like, man, this isn't, this isn't going to happen. Even if it did, they're downstairs, right? Which normally is completely unoccupied and they were all partying. It would be mm-hmm. in the background of the show, which may have made it a more fun show. Yeah, I was me. like, and I was like, don't even worry about it, man. If you're doing shit, you know, yeah. fucking, I'm only kidding, yo. I'm oh, like, no, no. Yeah, you, you were not the cause of any pressure. <laughs> I, I will say this. Um, <clears throat> So it's me and my wife were talking about this after because we, mm-hmm. when I got home and um, I said, yeah, they had like a, a football party because their team was like one. So they were like, you know, and uh, 
He goes, oh, yeah, Fred, you know. I go, no, no, not Fred. I go, his wife. His wife said, yeah. it's Fred. It seems <laughs> like he's killing It was crazy. It was four um, women and then one football crazy husband and me. So here's where – and I never thought about it, right? <clears throat> but then I got super – I got super confused to the point that I was asking Alexa questions, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> My wife, like grown people, like just – also, I got like stumped. So I'm like, yeah, Kansas City. I go one, right? The Chiefs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, Kansas City, um, Missouri, right? Yes. The Chiefs are out of Kansas so, City, Missouri. Yes. Right. Correct. So I go, Kansas City, Missouri. And then I go, wait a second. I go, Fred lives in Kansas. I Kansas. do. I live in like, Kansas. Kansas. Not Kansas yeah. City. Well, and then I go, is there a. I go, wait, he lives in Kansas City, I think. Am I crazy? And I, go, I live in a suburb of Kansas City, but correct, yeah. But it's, so you live in Kansas City, Kansas. So there's two Kansas cities. There are, Kansas City spans the state line. So it extends <laughs> okay. into Kansas oh, and Missouri. And that so it's the same off. Kansas City, it's just super long that goes over state lines. Same city, it crosses the state line. But <laughs> Do you know? I'm going to tell you straight. Okay. It is... <laughs> Okay. Somebody's going to get mad when I say this, but I'm okay. just going to. I do not feel this way, but the general consensus is that it's that train track shit. If you live in Kansas City, Kansas, which is Wyandotte County, a.k.a. The Dot, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are not doing, by and large, you're not successful. Right. No, you're doing rap battles. Meanwhile, Jackson, like eight mile. Uh, you, you're doing yeah. eight. You're doing rap battles. To yeah, pay the you're bills. in the wrong side of Detroit. You're in the projects. So and, that is, and and I won't lie. The dot does have some decent places, but we call it the dot, right? Like okay. Meanwhile, Kansas City, Missouri, Jackson County, Missouri, mm-hmm. Casey Mo. That's where all of our impressive stuff is. That's where the Chiefs are. That's where the concert venues are. That's where Sprint well, Center is. Yeah. That's I where Tech Nine's you, from. <laughs> like, out of the blue, yeah. not ever really thinking about it, but my, like, 10-year-old, like, you know, geography quiz brain got so twisted. <laughs> like, I knew nothing. I'm, I'm like, wait, Kansas City, Missouri. We confuse everyone. No, but he's in Kansas City, I swear he's in Kansas City, but that's can and then that doesn't sound right. I'm like Kansas City, Kansas. Right. That don't it doesn't sound right. Sound right. No, so it I'm does like not. and then I'm going, but wait, if she's into the Chiefs, but they live in Kansas, and Kansas City Chiefs is a Missouri team. But there's no Kansas team, so that's why. I was very confused, Fred. We had to untangle this, and I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. Yeah. We did not, me and my wife. <laughs> Still left it unanswered at the end because we <laughs> well, did not. Now we know. Now I can tell her. Oh, she's going to listen. See, this yeah, works yeah. out perfectly. That she's yeah, listening. If she listens, it's fine. Thing, yeah. I think she only listens to my <laughs> week so she can critique me. So she might have checked out. Most already. people but, who have been to Kansas City have only seen the Missouri side by and large. Yeah. Okay. So we, Although, I, I didn't know. My former employer, know the big extended. hospital, was in the Kansas side. So there you go. Okay. And a very right. well, great now, part listen. of KCK. That's now what we call KCK answered. and Casey Mo. That's what you call okay. it. KCK, Casey Mo. Um, wow, that sounds that sounds terrible. But <laughs> I'm glad we got to the bottom of that because uh, 
Yeah. I was very confused. We were very confused yesterday when we were discussing Oh, and it. one of my favorite and, Vietnamese places yeah. is in KCK. So, like, it when can't go away. When you're a grown man mm-hmm. and you have to ask Alexa where Kansas City is, <laughs> it's brutal. I got to go in there and erase that recording. Well, it's really funny because yeah. I'm in the southern suburbs, which, to be clear... Almost all of the suburbs of Kansas City are the southern suburbs because if you go too far north, we're right on the the state line. So, like, not just of east, west, Casey, or Kansas, Kansas and Missouri, but then if you go north, you're basically the state line there, too, into Nebraska. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's nowhere to go. Um, but, um, but, but, like I said, uh, I'm in the southern suburbs of Kansas, and it's funny because we always find like our mirror opposites. Like, like there's often something said uh, that one of the more popular suburbs out here, probably the most popular suburb, is Overland Park, Kansas, and then it's got its Missouri counterpart that's almost literally just straight east of it, which is Lee's Summit. Like, it's funny how there's a lot of reflection stuff. The time where you really see the difference. And I definitely learned this in college, is um, the college teams, right? So there's Kansas, there's KU, University of Kansas, mm-hmm. why it's called KU, who knows? That's where I went and where I graduated from. But then way out west, there's K State in Manhattan, Kansas. And um, there's a fun little rivalry between KU and K State, because K State is purple, KU's crimson red or sorry crimson and blue um and then you've got mizzou and mizzou is black and gold and the big joke is ku's got the really good basketball team mizzou's got the really good football team and no one's ever happy right like and then k-state mixes and matches and so i was unaware that just by being a ku alum there were just certain people in this world i'm not allowed to be friends with like that was unique to me like, I didn't understand that. And by and large, and I'm sure this is definitely not unique to my state. I think fucking sports people are insane. Like, mm. there is respectful and responsible ways to appreciate video games and sports and all that stuff. But, like, like our shock jock, our local shock jock, Johnny Dare, like, he jokes about it. He's like, oh, man, if the Chiefs lose tonight... You know, a bunch of husbands think it's like open season to beat their wives. And like, he's kidding, but he's not completely kidding. You know what I mean? And so, and you'll see stories. Like, you just can't help it. You see the news stories. Like, if the Chiefs lose of like some dude who like went into a parking lot of a bar and like broke four windshields. Like, and you're just Mm. like, my dude, like... Like there, like no, he's he's. Com- here's here's where I draw the line. You are completely fine to be upset. I get upset over some stupid shit. Who am I to judge you being upset over a Chiefs game? By all means, be upset. But it's not the car's fault. It's not your dog's fault. It's not your kid's fault. It's not your wife's fault. It's not your husband's fault. Like. Right, like pump the brakes and be responsible yeah, yeah. about your bitchiness. <laughs> like, if you're gonna be a Karen, 
just try to involve as few people as possible. But yeah. Right. So, but that didn't happen. The Chiefs won. They're very passionate people. Um, Chiefs Kingdom. There are multiple songs about it. Go ahead, Google Chiefs Kingdom. You can hear them. There, there's some great ones. Um, Patrick Mahomes is a young buck quarterback. He's fucking incredible. He just, so trees, you ready to date us? Okay. And I'm not a sports guy, so I promise this won't be the sports minute, but if you're ready to like date us, do you know what Patrick Mahomes, the, the quarterback of the chiefs? And I know you don't know this, but like he just surpassed a milestone, which was he had the most, I, I, I forgot if it was complete, completed passes or scoring passes in a playoff game. He just surpassed Joe Montana. So there's your Chiefs 85, like, like moment, <laughs> right? Like, wow. yeah. And so Patrick Mahomes is a fun, charismatic guy. He's like 27 years old and he's super nice. Like, here's the thing that you know in Kansas City. Kansas City is like not a huge city, right? We're half a million people. We're like roughly the same size as St. Louis, which is right. funny because if you ask people, they would probably say St. Louis is way bigger than Kansas City. It's not, but it's definitely more popular. Um, and it's a great city. We go there often, but um, it's not uncommon to see Patrick Mahomes just out and about in the city, right? Like he just lives his life. And he also is from Texas. So he heads down to Texas all the time. But like, and especially if you work for the hospitals and stuff, like he goes and walks cancer wards and sees kids and goes to pediatric places and stuff. He just seems like a decent dude, right? And like Mm. lots of the Chiefs players are like that, right? And so again, there's good and bad, but but yeah, it's it's a fun team to be into right now. You know? And so but yeah, but but people act a fool and I, I won't lie, I sat on my Steam Deck half of the game, but yeah, that the the back half of that game was pretty solid. So, anyway, all that happened. I fucked up our ability to do the show. Um, next up, uh, trees. So, like, I am full bore in the comic book slinging world now. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So I talked about these Spider-Man omnibuses that I've been really into. Don't worry, I'm not in debt or anything. <laughs> okay, good. But. But I, I was kind of dealing with some stuff sim- semi-similar to your your um, Funko Pop stuff. So I bought that bundle, right? That bundle of books from that I talked about last week, and I had an extra omnibus, right? And I paid like seventy-five for it. And um, I went and looked, and the the competitive market price was roughly ninety for that book, right? So I could, I wouldn't say I was trying to make some money. I was just trying to break even. Cause I got fees and stuff. So I threw that on, on sale. Sold pretty quick. Sold pretty quick within 48 hours. And, um, and, uh, got 90 for it. Wow. But after all of the fees, I saw like, ah, what was it? 70? Think about 70 of it. So like shit's gotten expensive when you're trying Mm. to sell online. Makes me not want to sell online, but you know, without them, what could I do? Right? Like, right. Right. Okay. Let me see. But yeah, it looks like I got, 
69 something. Eh, 69. Uh, anyway, um, but it went well. And I've got some other books to sell now. Um, but but Trees, there was this there was this website, BigBadToys.com. Have you heard of them? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. They sound cool though. Yeah, yeah. And they had they had a bunch of the uh, Spider-Man omnibuses on clearance. And my man, I'm only two mm-hmm. omnibuses shy of the complete set. <laughs> right? They they sell for $125 a piece. Big Bad Toys dropped them down to $59.99 a piece. Oh boy. Yeah, so that was $120 and they do $4 flat shi- flat rate shipping trees for $125. Bucks. Buy one, get one, basically. So I had to do it. You had to do it. I had to do it. How could you not? So now I got my omnibus collection. My Spider-Man collection is complete. The only thing I got to wait for is like, it's like August before that, that really rare out of print one goes back into reprint and I've pre-ordered it and I only paid like 85 for it, I think, but I got to wait for that one to come. That's the big one trees spoilers for Spider-Man. That's the one where um, you get Punisher's first appearance. That's also the one where um, Green Goblin makes Spider-Man make the ultimate choice between the school bus kids and Gwen Stacy. Mm -hmm. And um, he saves the school bus kids and he goes back to save Gwen and he shoots out his webs and he snaps her back. He kills her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then he gets mad and he kills the Green Goblin. Oh, That's yeah. some heavy shit, and I've never read that run, so I want to read it. But, <laughs> but I got the important ones, trees. I got the first appearance of like basically everybody. I got the original appearance of Spider-Man and all the other big ones. Um, got Volume Three, which is the first appearance of Morbius, right? So Michael Morbius, you know, it's Morbin time. The best, uh, best-selling movie from Sony Pictures. <laughs> got that one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Thank goodness. So I got that, and then now I've got a bunch of graphic novels. I got to sell those black and white ones, and it's looking promising. I also, as part of that omnibus, I got one of the omnibuses I got was the um, the Hobgoblin series. So I don't know if you, how much Spider Man do you know? I won't. I promise I won't get too nerdy here, but like, so have you um, ever seen any my, like the Sam Raimi movies or anything like yeah, that? Yeah. So all my Spider Man knowledge is from movies and video games. I've never Perfect. really read a Spider Man comic. Oh so no, I you're know. Good. Hobgoblin, Green Goblin. Yep. Listen, uh, Marvel Snap is also that's uh, true, and they're both showed me there. a lot. Show, showed me a lot. Okay, so Green Goblin is um, Norman Osborn, head of Oscorp, and he is played by the extremely talented and deftly sexy Willem Dafoe in the Willem. Sam Raimi movies, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, his son. Uh, Harry Osborn is played by the definitely handsome but questionable ethics uh, <laughs> um, James Franco. <clears throat> and uh, when his father dies as Green Goblin, Harry takes up the role of the Hobgoblin, um, which, oh God, Spider-Man 3, what a mess that was. But anyway, he takes up the role of the Hobgoblin and becomes this new enemy uh, for Spider-Man in the late, uh, the 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 middle 200 run of Amazing Spider-Man. Anyway, mm-hmm. I recently got that omnibus. That was one of the ones that I was willing to wait for because it was part Amazing Spider-Man and I already had those issues 
largely covered with like a graphic novel and then those essential collections. Plus, um, again, I'm trying to control my spending. But now that I got them, there was also a lot of spectacular Spider-Man in there and I'm not, you know, focusing on that yet. I'd love to, but there's not many omnibuses about it. But anyway, so I ended up picking that up for a song and I went back and looked at the graphic novel I've got and it's, it's a pretty lucrative price. So if I do well, I should break even on all this. But we shall see. We shall see. So, like hmm. you, I've been slinging stuff. Um, <clears throat> another thing I wanted to point out was um, something that's just kind of video game related that I think is worth okay. mentioning, which was um, uh, DK Oldies is getting shit on, and I think understandably so, for their consoles they're selling. And I'm sure you understand this. Uh, in the used retro game market the consoles are more popular than the games, right? Because you either like Contra or you don't. Not everyone's looking for a Contra. But a much larger quantity is looking for a working NES, right? That makes mm -hmm. sense. And DK Oldies is buying consoles at pretty good prices, frankly, if you're trying to sell one. And mm -hmm. competitive prices. They're competing with a lot of the eBay prices. And then they're just pretty much getting them, making sure they turn on and run a game, and then selling them off to people. And YouTubers are latching on to the ability to criticize these people pretty hard. And I want to be very clear when I say I'm not saying they don't deserve criticism. I am the last person in the world to defend a fucking online retailer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then there was, I forget, I think it's RGT85. I think I talked about him last week. He is like yes. a retro... YouTuber. He's an amusing guy. I like his channel. Um, I don't watch too much of his stuff, but lately he has some health problems and he was pretty open about right. it. So I ended up watching his channel. Anyway, um, he came to kind of the defense of DK Oldies and he said, you know, back when I needed to sell some stuff, they were a, a great sales opportunity. And I just wanted to come out and say the same thing. Recently, I think I talked about this. I found like 10, 12 items in my closet, just a handful, not even close to what I wanted to get rid of that were all dupes or things I wanted to get rid of that I don't own anymore, that I don't need anymore, things that I, but it was by and large dupes. Like it was stuff where it's like, oh, I have another way to play this game. Um, a good example was like a Sonic game that I had on Steam or, um, oh, the GameCube disc. So I've got the GameCube player on the GameCube. Sorry, the Game Boy Advance player on the GameCube. And I use Swiss to run the Game Boy interface, which is like a memory card homebrew. I run a homebrew through the memory card. Um, and it runs Game Boy Advance games beautifully. Well, there's a disc to run that Game Boy Advance player. It's the one that Nintendo gave with it. And it's got a lot of lag and it's... It's not a great experience. If you can do the homebrew mm -hmm. version instead, it's better. And so I have that disc, but I don't use it for anything. And that's really sought after because there's a lot of people out there who have the Game Boy Advance player, don't want to do this homebrew thing, don't want to figure it out, and just want the disc to just plug and play, which it's fine. Like, I'm not here to judge. Like, right, console gaming is all about ease of access. But that disc is really well sought after. So I was like, I don't have, I don't, I don't have a need for this disc. Okay, I'll sell you the disc only, and I sold them just a handful of things, and 
I got a very competitive price. Like looking at price charting, I probably wouldn't have made as much as they paid me. Like not even close on eBay, especially after fees. I'm talking about, I probably wouldn't have made the same amount if you didn't count fees. And it was, it was a very pleasant experience. I gave them a list of what I was going to send them. Uh, they have a buy list. And so everything was on that buy list. That's what I sent them was stuff that was specifically on their buy list. So that means I probably got an inflated price because of that. Um, but if you don't have, if you don't see something on your, their buy list, they say, just send me the titles and I'll, I'll write you back. And they tell you what you're going to get for everything. They don't itemize it. Right. So like, even though I itemized it, like they, I was like, I think I'm going to get X amount. And they actually wrote me back and said, actually, you're going to get X amount. And it was the same amount I had given them plus like 15 bucks. And I was like, oh, okay. They sent me a shipping label, put it in a box, sent it to them. Two days after delivery, got PayPal back for it. They'll also give you store credit and a bigger bulk up. They give you like an extra like 20% or something for store credit but I took cash and it was a smooth transaction. And so I just want to tell people like DK oldies is getting some ups and downs. Uh, I think it's just because they're just turning and burning, you know, and they're such a big website. They're one of the originals. They're just turning and burning stuff. But like, I don't know, maybe you should be hesitant to buy a console off them. I am definitely extremely picky as to where I buy consoles these days. So I like to go to retro shows and if I can't fucking hook it up and see it right there or if I'm paying a song for it, then I'm not buying it. And so, yeah, maybe they're not the best point place for consoles, but they're a great place to sell your stuff. And I bet for most games, they're a safe place to buy from. So I'm not here to endorse them in any way, shape or form, but I would like to point out just like he did that I had a very positive experience selling from them. And I intend to sell to them again because again, I got a quote from them and it's way higher than I would get just selling on eBay. Right. And so, you know, they have a huge markup, but they're also useful because if you absolutely want this game and you're willing to pay their inflated prices, they are the, you know, guaranteed place to get it. There you go. You'd almost think that like modern day retro gamers or like we talked about with the supremely negative and toxic gaming world that mm-hmm. like people don't know how this concept of open market supply and demand works anymore. Isn't that fucking weird? That's fucking weird. weird. All right. And last but not least, Trees, um, continuing on with uh, The Last of Us. Uh-huh. I haven't yeah. watched it. Okay. Well, and I'm not going to talk about it because one, I think spoilers are shitty if people haven't watched it and it's definitely shitty if I'm going to talk about it without you, without you having seen it. But what I'm I will watch say, it soon. oh no, and, and no rush. But what I will say about episode three was episode, episode three was awesome mm-hmm. and it showed me that this show may not necessarily follow to the letter the game. Which is good. And when it doesn't do that, it does it because it understands something very specific. Which is not plot specific, for the record. Which is this. Episode 3 of The Last of Us, without talking about any second of what happens, 
Prove to me it understands that it knows it's a TV medium or a cinematic medium and that that medium has different strengths and weaknesses from video games. And I like it. It's almost like a bait and switch, right? Like they're like, oh, you think we're just going to adapt the whole game to a TV show, which I absolutely did and I was fine on board with. Although it really pisses me off to hear people praise that because you and I both know about this hypocrisy. hypocrisy. They'll turn around and like light up another show for doing the same thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. Castlevania actually gets criticized a lot. And the Castlevania anime is by and large a decent divergence from the games. But they're like, hey, it's too close to the video games. And I'm like, motherfucker, when was the last time you beat Castlevania 3? Come on. Um, but like, yeah, this this showed me that they're like, oh, no, no. Yeah, like it's a great establishing concept for the first two episodes or something. But we know when when to take advantage of the fact that we're a TV show. And they right. proved it. And it does incredible job i really i really have to say and it's even better for people like me because the whole episode i'm sitting there i'm silent but the whole episode i'm sitting there thinking oh i know exactly what's going to happen here oh wait till julie sees blah 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 right and i'm just sitting there silent and that is not what happens and so it throws me off and then uh, and then the show the episode ends and i look at julie and i'm like yeah, they they diverge from the plot. Okay, okay. They call they call that a swerve. Yeah, right. and it wasn't heavy, and I'm not gonna get into details, but like, yeah, it now shows me. Okay, we understand the story we're trying to tell, and we also understand that we're not a video game. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. Yeah, I, I got. I just haven't got around the subscribing. Get my HBO Max back. Take your time. Wait so, till it's all out. Then do it then. Just and binge it. Hell yeah, man. And then Although, be, de- be depressed. Yeah, yeah, well, this episode... Binge it and just be depressed all weekend. This episode was longer. Mm-hmm. Most of the episodes... Uh, the first episode's an hour 20. Second episode's Jeez. like 53 minutes. And this episode was like another like hour and 10. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're long. And if you yeah. haven't watched... Um, I don't. I don't think you have, uh, the House of Dragons. Nah. Yeah. Like, and and you might not be into it, but like Game of Thrones tended to be, especially in the beginning, roughly forty-five to fifty minutes, and House of Dragons would have just random episodes that were just really long. And again, mm-hmm. I understand that, like, for a lot of people, like, the difference between fifty minutes and an hour and five minutes is nothing, but for me, it can be the night. Like, I'm sorry, like it, that's, that's long. I'm not criticizing it, but it's something I have to plan for. But anyway, and mm. that's outside of gaming. That's my week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> so let's move into it. Very Trees, good. what have you been playing? All right, let me take a let me finish off my little oh, sure. swig of beer here. Get prepared. Have like a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna open a nice cold one to get ready for, for yeah, the I games. just opened a uh, coffee stout for my second one. Ah yeah. mm, those are good. Yes, These aren't Sam they? Adams winter lagers. Lager. Lagers. Winter lager. Winter lager. 
All right, let me open this. Then we're going to talk about some games. All right. All right. We had to start. We got to start. <clears throat> Fortnite minute. <laughs> I had even typed it in just in case, and I'm glad to see I was right. We had it's a segment now. It is because a segment, as long as actually. my son plays it and I play it with him, it's something I played. And the one thing that I can say about Fortnite is that they keep you on your toes week to week. Okay. You know? They do not. I don't like, know. So you tell me. Oh well, they do not slow up with like updating it and putting shit in and taking shit out. Definitely. So there's always something new. Like every day you turn it on, there's like a splash page with like what 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 you can see, expect to see today. Um, you know, and of course the store changes every day and shit. So there's always something to look at and do. Um, so this week, Fred was. Um, they had a, a, a concert, like a concert event oh, right. yeah. going on with, uh, I, I'm not exactly sure how to say his name. The Kid Leroy. Does that sound right? Sure. The Kid Leroy. I, I am out of touch, uh, but I, sounds he good. He is a, well, you, it's, he's not a demographic. He's like a 19 year old, like Australian, like white rapper kid. Nice. Looks like a surfer, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and he was doing a whole – they did, like, one of those Fortnite concerts this week. Uh, you know, here's a picture. I don't think this will help uh, at all. Oh, there it but is. Okay. No, I didn't text you. So no, that else was texted the, you. That was uh, – I just got texted on the PlayStation app. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, it was called Wild Dreams, and it was the like – Kid Leroy. Leave me alone. If you if you type in Kid Leroy and stay, right? Okay. And just listen to the first like ten seconds, you go, oh, that shit. All right. Yeah, and I'm sure I've I've heard this before. Um, uh, features Justin Bieber. Okay, then I probably have. Yeah. If you play it for ten seconds, you go, <laughs> okay, I know this fucking song. It's one of those earworm fucking <laughs> songs. Um <laughs> And so, yeah, they had, like, this concert event. And uh, he's in the store. Like, you can buy his skins. There right? you go. And there's, like, his music's in the store. And there's backgrounds and all types of shit. Uh, and so, if you never played these old Fortnite things, they're just, like, you can't die in them. They're not, like, challenging or anything. You just go on, like, a little journey. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, little little obstacle courses and stuff the whole time music's kind of happening and you can collect XP and do little little sort of like games and stuff uh, and all the while they sort of walk you through this thing and this was his journey from like uh, you're supposed to like follow his journey from like nothing to like stardom and uh, it was quite fun me and my son did it like twice you know and the whole time there's like video and music playing in the backgrounds and on TVs and I think there was like an unreleased song that they played only in this, which oh, is kind of nice. cool, I guess. Um, and then, it, you know, and then there's sort of like a boss fight. You, you battle like a uh, big giant flaming wolf thing. Um, is it like you can't die? Like you against them or is it like it's everybody? You're in like a okay. all the people that are in there. You're all like a group and you're all going through this whole journey together. And then at the very end. 
you know, you're kind of at like his virtual concert. And there's like his Fortnite character sort of is huge on stage singing in the song with like mm-hmm. the video in the background and all your characters. There's like a big concert and you're floating above you guys and you dance around and you fly around. And then when it's over, you exit out and you get like a ton of XP and you get a bunch of backgrounds and music and, and it's a fun little thing. And it works because my son's been singing the songs for like a week <laughs> and he's like puts the music on Alexa and all that shit. So it works. You know, you could, this is the dumbest thing ever. Again, not really our demographic, but uh, I will admit um, <clears throat> that song stay. Uh, they uh-huh. had it in the store for like 200 V bucks and uh, me and my son both. It's got been it. purchased. Cause why not? Why not? Who am I to judge? Um, dead serious. Makes you too. tap your makes you tap your feet. There you go. No. Yeah. I don't know if did you did you look into the song at all, Fred? I have. I didn't play it just now. Oh. I could oh. if you want me to. But you didn't recognize it. I I didn't play it. Um, I want to see if you recognize it. Okay. Give me oh. a second. There we go. Okay, give me a second. You recognize it. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to hear you, but you can hear me. So hold tight. That's okay. Uh, okay. 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 I'm a hundred years old, and let's go. Kid Leroy, stay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Of course, there's a YouTube ad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he'll go, oh, yeah, this fucking song. Mm-hmm. He's going to be okay, like, no, I think I, I think I recall this rhythm. <laughs> Well, maybe it's always playing in Fortnite in the background. So maybe I, I know it from there. But I think it was pretty popular. Well, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm a crazy person. Oh, my God. Yeah. I do <laughs> oh, know this song. I think my daughters played me this song. Uh, it was that line. Okay, so I'm back. I'm back plugged in. Okay. I feel drunk. I feel like I'm wasted uh-huh. still. I feel like I've heard that line before. And I was like, why are you listening to a song that says that? And she goes, dad, it's, I don't drink. It's just a, it's just a great lyric. Yeah. I'm like, shit. He's, well, it's very much that, his music that drive of like the, the weekend, week. right? Like, mm-hmm. it's that style, which I kind of dig that style actually. You know, you should, um, you and your daughter should pop on Fortnite before it's gone and go through the little thing together. You're not wrong. You're gonna go, you, like me and my son teamed up and then we went through it together. You know what I mean? Well, and I haven't touched Fortnite in weeks. It, it's wanting to update on me. <clears throat> and like, how update. sad is it that I'm update like, before you go to bed, why would I, why would I update you? And <laughs> it's like, fucking, I remember yeah, waiting. 
for every other Fortnite day updates. Is yeah, shit like, in it. And I think Geralt's uh, Geralt is uh, six days away. So. I was going to say, I think he's early February, so. He's six days, I believe it says on the counter. And, uh, but yeah, that'd be something fun for so you I gotta prep you up. to go through. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to prep up for, it, for Geralt. Yeah, because he's coming and I want him. So... Did I lose you? Aw, oh, shit. I might have lost the trees. I'm going to pause for a moment. All right. Sorry about that. People probably can't tell because we, we kind of paused during it, but we had to figure out some 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 lagging issues, which have mm-hmm. been, we, we feel, resolved. But anyway. I, I think we fixed it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so but yeah. was the last thing I said? Um, I, I was think- saying... Right. Yes. I was saying um, that I remember is that you should play that thing with your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And that within that dude's concert, there's like six missions that you can mm-hmm. look up to see what they are. And each mission you complete gives you like 10,000 XP. No And shit. then you get a bunch of like backgrounds and music. So it's worth doing it. There's like six or seven missions. It's you know, it's a lot of XP. Yeah, let me check on those dates. And uh, if my daughter and I can't make it to the weekend before, like if those don't, if those lapse before the weekend, tomorrow night we've got like a hour or two stint. So yeah, it's only like a ten minute thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And if she likes the dude, then there's plenty of the music in there. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I like to expose her to music. Anytime she likes music of her own, she likes mm-hmm. our music, but mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to piss people off with this statement, but I'm going to say it anyway because um, I don't care. Uh, not that I don't care what people think, but it's just that like I think it's worth saying. Um, I hear people when they're like oh expose your kid to what you loved growing up show her mario brothers show her super mario world show her your music this and that i've done plenty of that and i think now that she's 11 what i'm more interested in and what i enjoy more is her showing me what she's interested in and so that's where i think this is useful Right. What if? What if when you were a kid, your your dad only fucking exposed you to what he liked? You wouldn't have memories of Mario Brothers and fuck. Oh, you don't know my dad very well because that's you, all he did. My right. parents got but divorced. You know, it's the only reason that yeah. I got. To, but I'm saying, you yeah. know what I'm saying. You yes. get the context of what I'm saying, though. It's like they have to have their own fucking memories, man, of what they like. Hell yeah. Not, not your memories of what you liked. And so I I think it would be a good opportunity to engage with something she's interested in, which we definitely Mm do. Yeah, Uh, it was a fun little thing. And um, the only other thing about Fortnite is uh, my son trolls people, like epically trolls people without knowing he's trolling people because he's just six. So he's just doing what a (laughs) six-year-old do. But I find it so hilarious that he's not you do you remember i told you like uh he figured out figured out a while back he could pick people up when they're down oh yeah 
So I turn around. I'm like looking at something. I turn around. He's just standing there, and he has like a dude on his back. And I'm like, "Who's that guy?" And he's like, "I don't know. I knocked him down." And I'm like, "Why are you carrying him around?" And he goes, "I don't know." And I thought that was so insulting to the person he's carrying around. That's fantastic. Yo, because I can only imagine the chat, right, of the guy talking to his partner. Like this dude, I'm, yeah. I'm over here now. He's this guy's carrying me around. Me up. I don't know why he's the, running for yeah. me. He just has me. Yeah, he was running with the. He just kept him until he popped, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so brutal. I love and he it. doesn't even know what he's doing. It's not. Like, yeah. It's not. Ah like... oh, shit! Lost you again for a minute. All right, all right. He's back. Oh, that boy. was just a temporary hiccup. I know. I'll try to keep it a minimum. Um, but but he found a new way to troll people that made me laugh. Uh, that bird, the scout bird that's oh, in yeah. the game. Yeah. And you can pick up items and open chests and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he figured out that it also picks up downed people. So again, I'm doing something and I turn around and his birds flying around me holding somebody. And I go, who is that? He goes, I don't know. He goes, he was knocked down. And I'm like, why are you flying around with him? He goes, I don't know. You know? <laughs> um, and he, then he proceeded because we were on the edge of the storm. The storm had stopped, mm-hmm. but we were like on the cusp of it. So then he proceeded to take the person he downed and flew him into the storm and dropped him. And I'm like, and he just did it because, but I'm like, that is the most trolliest shit <laughs> I have. You downed somebody and then flew him with a bird, picked him up and flew him into the storm so that he could just die in the storm. <laughs> I mean, it's genius, That's right? Because then his partner can't get to him. But and again, he didn't do it because he was thinking it through. He just was flying around. He he killed somebody. Then he flew his bird over to get his weapons and accidentally picked the guy up instead. And uh, yeah, then he was just flying around with them for a while. Then he flew him into the storm and dropped them to die. And I said, "That's genius, buddy." (laughs) Even though you didn't mean to, but I find it highly entertaining. And that dude must be swearing, very upset. (laughs) <laughs> what you're up to um so anyways Fortnite um played a good chunk of final uh final fantasy 7 remake oh, okay um so that game continues to be um unbelievable Isn't right? it though and i'm a little confused because like you two years ago when when this game came out I followed a lot of I still listen to a lot of video game podcasts and and I guess I still followed some game journal stuff. I don't I remember people talking about it being out and doing their little reviews. I feel that this game should have got more attention. This game is like like really fucking good. Like really good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like on a it's different like, level well, good. Here's the here's the reason I'm so smitten by it. Like, I've talked about it far too many times on this show, how, like, Final Fantasy games cannot keep my attention. They just cannot. Mm-hmm. I think I've played damn near all of them. The only exceptions being 11, and I've played 14 before people 
jump at it, but didn't didn't like it. And I played the pre 2.0 version, but I haven't played 11. And I've never played nine. Something tells me though. I'm not going to find the future of the universe in either of those games. I've played right. every other Final Fantasy. Most of them right. not nearly to completion um, mm-hmm. and didn't love them. This one, I was in start to finish. Yeah. It had its bullshit and I settled, uh, like I dealt with it because it was worth it. And it it just, right, it looks incredible. It plays incredible oh and the story is incredible. And this, yes. The one thing I, I think, will say is the one exception to all of this was I do feel like Triple Click, which was a former, uh, I forgot what they were called uh, when they were Kotaku, but it's the Maddie Myers, um, Jason Schreier, and Kirk Hamilton podcast. They just could not sing enough of this game's praises. But they are yeah, the exception, good. not the rule. Like, everyone thought it was good, but it was kind of like a passing fad, right? After two weeks of release, people right. were like, yeah, it's cool. It's got its faults. And everyone played around with, like, you know, does Aerith die or not? Which, I will mm. be honest with you, I think you're deep enough into this game. I'm guessing you're not at the end. But you're deep enough no. into this game that it doesn't matter. That's mm-hmm. not the point of this game. No, I mean at at this point, um, you know it's it's following the story, mm-hmm. but it's so fucking different. Yes, that you know if Aerith didn't die, right? Just like Last of Us, if they mm-hmm. swerved me, I wouldn't give a fuck. Like right, because the thing is that Final Fantasy VII, the original, it's so old at this point. I don't really remember all the story beats in it. I remember some of the I, I I remember the Midgar stuff most of all, and then it gets real hazy once you get <laughs> most do because like, the real grindy yes. stuff happens after Midgar so, when you end up in the Lost Desert, and that's where so, yeah yeah this game ends when you leave Midgar, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm really curious to see with the new game how they how they do it. Well, it's can I they mean, make that interesting? Right, and this game's. It's diving like the the character building in this game is so much better than any other game I've played oh, in a you. long time. Yes. Like he, yeah, I've played a lot of games. Obviously, you and me both go through a lot of games, and and even if we don't finish them, we we put our hands on a lot of games throughout a, a year. Yeah, um, I don't, I can't tell you one game where I've given a fuck about anybody in the games I've played. You know, maybe The Last God of War I got into, um, stuff like that. But this game... Not like this. This is... Yeah. You know, I'm I'm 20-something hours in, maybe 30 at this point. I'm definitely 20 hours in, definitely. Um, Like, how I feel about my core team is great. Everybody has had a moment. You know, Jesse, obviously Tifa is a big part. Um, at this point that I've played, Aerith has had a huge part. Um, yeah. Even Biggs and Wedge. Um, <laughs> yeah, which they I got have the, a surprising. Yeah, they, they fleshed them out a little bit. And, and you know, I um, I got the names mixed up last week. I, was, I, was, I switched Wedge and Biggs up. I think because Wedge is a big guy and I was calling him Biggs. 
but they weren't they're not that <laughs> on the sense. nose. And they're yeah. both based uh, off of Star Star Wars characters anyway. Yes. So um you know, but even even Jesse, when they pop up the little prompt of when she asks you out, like uh-huh. if you want to come back, and they give you the prompt, such a cloud prompt too, of like uh no promises or forget about it. You know, it's yeah. not it's not like yes yeah. or no. It's like it's so either, arbitrary. Both, both, yes. Yeah, both of them are negative. But even that one, you know, you didn't have that in the first game, in the no. original. Like Jesse wasn't a character, really. Well, so um, yeah, so um uh Scooberson, um he wrote in and he was like um uh they were in they were all in the original game, but you guys are right. They had like basically minimal. no involvement. They were standing on a catwalk and you'd walk by say yeah. to them <laughs> and then run ahead exactly. or something Where like that. They, they were full blown part of yeah. your group. You, yeah. You get in a gnome here and, um, scoop. So Scooperson. sorry, sorry, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the part I played through this week and then I didn't play anything obviously over the weekend, which we'll get to real quick. Um, so I sort of like stalled out like around Thursday with playing games at home for the most part because mm-hmm. then I, I went away. Um, but I did get through the whole honeybee um, part, honeybee lounge, a honeybee. I know. Yep. I know. What's the name of that club? About? I just. Yep. Um, anyways, the whole cross-dressing thing where Cloud mm-hmm. has to go and drag and uh, they go to rescue Tifa. You got to prove you can dance first. Were you fabulous trees? Let me tell you, this might be that whole entire scene might yeah. be the greatest thing I've ever played in a video game to date. It was so it shouldn't have been that well done. Yes, exactly. It shouldn't have been. For was, for what it is was, in the original yeah. game, there was so much you know, you just, given. You you just dress up in the original game and you don't even really see Cloud, right? He's just mm-hmm. a little stupid sprite, like you have he you can't he's like a little po- polygonal mess you're a boxy right? princess yeah yeah you can't even tell what he is in this one they go in they go fucking in first of all uh i have never felt uh how i feel about all the women in a video game before because <laughs> when i was introduced to the masseuse lady Oh, with the right? fucking yeah. mm-hmm. with the kimono half hanging off her shoulder all the time, I'm just like, what is going on in this game? Why <laughs> are all the women like so like scantily you know, clad on the down low hot? Like they're so low key, like smoking hot. Like there's something about oh something about God. that lady being like, yo. The impression is they're all young twenties. Right, all right. the people. Yeah. They're all like 20, mm. 22. But she you know, she's supposed to be like the older weathered baby, even though she looks like she's like 30. Yeah. But I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, why is why is her disheveled kimono look so fucking hot? Oh, wait till you get to Shinra. Like, I don't oh, want to spoil God. it, but I know you know you're going there. And well, I know there's one they, lady in yeah. high heels in a fucking business yeah. dress that fucking knocked the cameraman and kicked him in the face. And I'm like, you can't do that to a cameraman. 
Just you wait. Oh, just oh you I see that. I see that bayonetta wannabe smoking hut. <laughs> fucking shit. There is rough. plenty on the horizon for you still. Yeah, she she had a part, a real brief one, where a cameraman asked her about the explosions. She literally <laughs> yeah. kicked them to the ground and stomped on the camera. I'm like, you can't do that. So get ahead of a corporation. Just you wait till you get over there. There's there's you some can't assault there's some it. babes hanging out at Shinra. Yeah, you can't assault the news like that. Um. But yeah, so basically Tifa goes off to this creep, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the sugar daddy creep that runs this sort of like, I don't know what it is. It's 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 like a, what would you call it? It's like a, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's a um, shit. I'm blanking. Um, I keep saying vaudeville, not vaudeville. Um, no, it's a um, what's that called when the girls are sort of half dressed? You know, like kind fucking, of a burlesque uh, show. Burlesque. I was trying to think of that name. Yeah. Burlesque. It's like a burlesque and all the girls are dressed like bumblebees. Yes. And only yes. way Final Fantasy can fucking dress well, girls like bumblebees. Well, that's very Japanese, right? Bunny um, girl kind of style. Yes. Like, yes. Um, yeah. And so this guy's like, I guess he's like a ma- gangster and he, he runs this whole burlesque fucking club. And uh, basically he like, um, but you people bring picked. him women. Yes. Yeah. People bring him women. He picks one, and that's like his fucking does what he wants with them. Um, you know, very sex trafficky. You know, oh, very yeah. woman oh, sex yeah. trafficky oh, yeah. vibes. And I don't think it's like hidden. You know what no, I mean? He's not on the up and up. <laughs> so, so Tifa goes there. Tifa's infiltrated. She she wants to like grill him for some information. So she thinks to get to him, she's going to pose as one of these like candidates. And so, being concerned. Uh, Cloud and, and Era fucking do the same. Um, and, and to become candidate, is the prettiest Cloud has bell to, at the ball. Yes, he is the prettiest bell at the ball. <laughs> Very conflicting feelings about Cloud in a dress. Um, and so, but that's the joke, right? You and the rest of the internet. Yeah, no, that's that, the whole that's point. That's the joke he of is, them is that everyone you know, in Japanese Final Fantasy games, especially the later yes. ones, they're all androgynous. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, it's like if you watch K-pop, it's exactly. the same fucking thing. J-pop and K-pop, and so, you can't tell what so, anyone's sex is. I mean, it goes back to my wife asking if that's a girl. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. It's like, no, that's fucking Cloud. Don't you see his fucking triceps? <laughs> Look at that guy. <laughs> He's fucking sweet. He's got spiky and, hair. Uh, what are you asking? Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, hangs out with Mickey Mouse and shit. You see Kingdom Hearts? He's everywhere. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that guy. Um, <laughs> so it's like, so he has to get dressed up, uh, as a girl and they go all in, right? They and then, really um, do. And you do this long walk of shame up to the place <laughs> yes. where all, I do. all the fucking NPCs just yell shit at you. And like cat call you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just cat call you. The oh, game's no, the so inappropriate. The, the cat calling walk of shame. Is yeah, it, it's so inappropriate, but at the same time, it's not like they're oblivious. They're like, it's all on purpose. Yes. Which makes it, it even funnier. Yes. And uh, my favorite was right when you get up to the stairs, you just hear one guy go, hard pass. <laughs> he says, hilarious. <laughs> Made me laugh. Hard pass, he says. That's a hard pass. Um but yes, you go in there and there's a very flamboyant, like sort of like director, like running the whole show. He's like the top biller. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sort of, 
you got to get his stamp of approval to be picked. Right. And so uh, you fucking you do this the greatest rhythm dance game ever. Like quite honestly, visually, it's the greatest like rhythm dance game I've ever it's played. It's the high budget version of theater rhythm. I mean, it's a yes. It's like the symbols, like you're dancing, and the the symbols are sort of flying around you guys in 3D. It's a, it's a, it's amazing. It was amazing. I was I enjoyed myself thoroughly during that whole that whole entire fucking Even episode. Even if I would be like amazing. offbeat for a minute, like it still didn't matter. Like it frustrated me, but it was fine because I was still good. I was still mm-hmm. having a blast. Yes, yes, it was. It was good. Um, and when you get his stamp approval, then you get to go up to the big castle where the creep is, and mm-hmm. he is fucking creepy. Yes, he is. He is like a creepy-ass character, boy. There is no um, doubt he does not have yeah, it's up thoughts. To, it is. They are not being cool. There's no subtlety. There we go. There's no subtlety in this um, scene. Yeah. But yet, what's great... One, what's great about the the um, the honeybee segment, right? Uh, yes, it has like cloud cross dressing, right? And we've talked about this in games before. Yes, it has a very flamboyant dude that's dancing with you. Everything fits fucking perfectly for that atmosphere, mm-hmm. for the tone of the game. Nothing mm-hmm. is forced. Do you know what I'm saying? There's not one part of that scene that feels like forced. You're like. No, and and culturally, like gender the, fluidity and cross dressing yes. is very common in like like not that it's more or less common in Japan than America. I wouldn't mm-hmm. know that, but it's it's more common to be just out and about right. in Japanese pop culture, and it always has been since like the eighties. So it's just it's it might seem like something new or potentially controversial in America, but it's just, it's, and again, like you said, it's, it's so clearly like naturally done. It's great. You just don't, it's just done well. My, my point is it's, it's not forced. There's nothing being pushed on you. It flows. It fits with those characters. Anyways, if it fits with the tone of that town, in that city yes. and how they set it up. And, um, you know, I might have to take back some stuff I said about Stray. I know that <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven City was, is pretty, uh, might be a, might be a little cooler than the Stray. <laughs> um, but, but my point is, you're not playing, play, playing like an RPG about fucking truckers. And then there's a shit like that forced in there for no reason. You're like, what's going exactly. on? This doesn't yeah. fucking fit. This fit perfectly. And um, also my favorite thing about that town was you you go into this one weird diner mm-hmm. and there's just all types of weird intestines and guts sitting out in the kitchen and everybody's sick and throwing up in yes. that town that eats at that place. Um, hilarious. <laughs> um, so I will say Aerith has grown on me. Okay. Remember last week I said she was mm-hmm. very fucking annoying. I think they're doing a very good job with Jesse, Tifa, and Aerith of 
making them all very different personalities, Mm -hmm. but being all, they can all be interests of the cloud, but yet they're all very different. Yeah. They're not just three cookie cutter, like chicks, like hot video game girls. Right. And you just pick one, you pick a, no, they're all like, like when Jesse fucking like sort of like poses that thing to you, like you have a real decision. Like, I don't know. Cause I'm sort of like hanging out with Tifa. Like I promised Tifa I'm going out tomorrow night and now you're, but now Aerith is like introduced. You know what I mean? And she has such a different vibe. It's very well done. Everything's super well done. um, Characters and they have, Their drive. The other thing I like about Aerith is like, if you remember from the original game and again, like you, I got to the desert area and I, well, and I don't know if you did, but like I choked out, like I didn't see it through to the end. Oh, Um, you mean the original? The original game. Yeah. Oh yeah. I played, I finished the original once or twice. I know lots of people did, but like I got to the, I played it well after it came out, like Mm -hmm. in the, mid 2000s oh, okay. and i was just like nah midgar was the best it's part anyway there's but, a lot of grindy 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 in that yeah but what i'll say to that end is um in that arc right you meet Aerith, and at least in the original game she's kind of annoying at least at first blush and then you grow this you know I don't know. I don't even know that it's not forced in the original game, but like Mm -hmm. you grow this connection to her and then right as things are starting to get established and you're trying to figure out how she fits into the game of you and Tifa, Mm -hmm. she dies, right? And then like it's detrimental and then romance is just completely forgotten and it's all about getting back at Sephiroth for killing... Somebody you don't even know that you were attracted to, but you cared yeah. for them. And yeah. in this game, they do the same arc where she's like annoying and then she grows on you as evidenced by your very conversation. But they do it very organically. And she doesn't even necessarily grow on you in that you're attracted to her. Although if if you... If, if she's your pick, like I, I, I find it hard to believe well, that like as a male, you're not expected to somewhere in the back of your head, have a pick of which of these three personalities you like. But, but not only that, um, because it's modern because is, you know, you can see expression, you can mm-hmm. see the characters, they have a voice. They do. It's a little different. The original game for people, I guess, who never played Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, younger, there's no voice. It's all dialogue, right? It's an RP. It's an old JRPG, and everyone so looks the, like boxy people with gloves yeah. on. Yeah. So, so the tone and emotion is kind of in is what you make of it. You sort of you, you know your your brain's doing a lot of lifting, your imagination for like what you're reflecting into the the characters, oh, yeah. you know. Um, whereas this, you don't have to, this is like movie quality, like scenes, there's a, you know, there's a lot of mannerisms too, right? Like, oh. like nonverbal cues that, that oh, drive I that mean, too. Jesse, yeah. Jesse, the way she says psych and winks and always yeah. sticks her little, their tongue yeah. out a little bit when she said, it's crazy. You're like, yeah, it's, 
Well, and it's, I have a crush on Jesse, so it's not fair. Like, I think I do too. Yeah, she's, Lord. I think she's my pick. But like in this new version, um, what she's I like about Jesse too. What I like about Jesse is, yeah, she's wearing like a metal, like shapely oh, metal yeah. bustier thing, but but she's not like she doesn't have cleavage hanging out. She's not in a short skirt like like Tifa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like. And so she has a totally different vibe, but she's still like hot, you know. She's yeah. so cute. So I, no, I think she's like female Rambo, basically. Like she's, she's great. She's badass, um, but yeah, she is. She's, she's but yeah, she's like um, she's like a few DNA strands from from a Mortal Kombat fucking character. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not. She's wrong. right there. Yeah. She yeah. she could be a Mortal. She could be you know like uh, so. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, <laughs> Jessica. I just Cage. blanked on her name. <laughs> no, what's the girl that blows the kiss? How come oh, I'm blanking Sonya. on her name? Yeah, Sonia. She'd be like Sonia's yeah. little sister or some bullshit. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, Jackie Cage is um, Sonia and, and Johnny Cage's kid. That's. Oh. You, you mm-hmm. might not have played the recent no, I, Mortal no, Kombat, but like, I didn't keep that shit for going. For those on. of us nerds um, who've played through all of them, yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to getting back to playing it this week. Like uh-huh. I said, I had the I had like a hard stop after the honeybee thing, and then after I get I got out of the sewers. So okay, so you did the, see where that went, yeah. Yeah, the sewers, and you fight a big devil dog guy, and then I believe I I do believe I got out of there, but now I'm getting hazy because I because I had to stop playing. So well, and that homie um, was one of the that and the. Have you done the the competition where you fight in the arena with the house? Yeah, I already okay. did that. That that was before all this because you had to do that to yes. get qualified to get into the that's other right. bullshit. Yeah, so the house, yeah that was fun. The house oh, that and sucked the, balls. Yeah, those they were fun. I won't lie, they were fun. But the house and the big guy in the sewers were the first two times where like I was like, okay, my ability to navigate these big fights is being challenged. It wasn't okay. frustrating. It wasn't grind my teeth or anything. And I don't think I died too often. But it was mm-hmm. definitely one of those things where I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be able to wing this. I'm going to have to be mm-hmm. clever about, yeah. tactical about my decisions. Yes. Up to that point, you may disagree, but up to that point, I was able to just kind of clumsily stumble my way through most fights. And then that was the those were the two where it was like, mm-hmm. no, nah, if you're gonna overcome this, you're gonna have to put up or shut up. And there's gonna be more, but if you've got those two down, I think you'll make the, it to the end. The house was rough. The the, yeah. the house I was having a tough time staggering and stuff. I kept putting up a shield, and I had to yeah. figure that out. Um, but the sewer monster wasn't that bad. I died just because of, um, you know. Very video gamey, like you learn not what not to do and what he's going to do, but he you learn too late. He was able to cancel my you know, you go, a lot. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, okay, stay away from those fucking vents or whatever. He's going to shoot water at yeah. those. Like you learn, like, oh, don't do that shit. And the one thing I don't like, it's getting easier now because my team members are getting more material slots. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, what I didn't like was, okay, I have fire, enlightened, equipped, right? Mm-hmm. And then I run to a boss, and it's like Frost works on him, but you can't swap shit out once you're in a fight. Right? Like you can't. So you're like, well, that's the wrong fucking summon. 
I don't have the right summon for him. But mm-hmm. now that the other character is a little upgraded, mm-hmm. I can have multiple summons that's equipped to different people. So I can move around and swap around who I want to use. And, uh, you know. Yeah, they soften that blow. Um, there is still, like, little hints that will come later where it was just like, eh, this is more of, like, what do you know? And I won't lie. I don't think you'll be too bothered by this, but they play at the end of that game before you get to like your final boss rush that wraps it up. Mm -hmm. Um, The Shinra headquarters, like you, yeah, sorry, spoilers. You will spend some time at Shinra headquarters. Mm -hmm. Um, They make you juggle some materia to make the most of your situation um, yeah. in ways that is not annoying. And actually, I died very little, but it was tedious is what I'll say. Yeah. They don't distribute well, the materia as well as they'd like, especially the rare ones. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep playing it. I can't wait to get back to playing some of that. You make me um, want to like replay it. I really hope that the next one's good. But if it's mm-hmm. not... Here's what I will say, and I'm curious to hear your opinion, but I think you'll agree with me. That's fine. <clears throat> if this is a game where I only played the first part of three, I am so happy I did it. It I, was awesome. I can't see them fumbling it after this I, I, I agree. first part. Yeah, it's a good so point. Yeah. I think they'll be all right. Um, <clears throat> so I wanted to mention uh, Fortnite again, right? Okay. but not in the context of like what's in the game. But I brought my Switch up to New Hampshire uh-huh. like I did last time. And uh, I don't know what – what you know, last time I hooked up to TV and it worked fine for for the most part, right? <clears throat> um, man, it ran like sh- dog shit. <laughs> like so. brutally. Like my son plays Fortnite on a Switch, obviously, a Switch Lite, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a problem. So this wasn't like it's just the Switch version flat out. I'm right using a regular Switch. And man, it was like it was laggy. Right. Mm-hmm. But boy, did I miss my my you know, you know how I say I don't notice graphics and stuff? <laughs> boy, did I miss my PS5 in my Xbox Series X Fortnite fucking uh Unreal Engine 5 and all that shit. It's a stripped down version and and also um, as of late the Switch has been getting a buttload of criticism especially in docked mode because it tries to push a resolution and performance that it's just really not built for. It was rough. Like I've come out the plane first of all the time it loaded Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even get that weird little like lobby Area oh, right, you know, it just drops right around. into the I the right into the, the bus. Yeah. And then I jump out the bus and I wouldn't be there. It would just be my trail. <laughs> and then I'd pop in, but I'd have no texture. My feet would be square. It was fucked up, man. It's got to zoom in, man. Oh, and then the time I would land, I would sort of be there. Um, but it was very lag jumpy. And again, my son's playing right next to me on an undocked Switch Lite, and he's fine. Yep. So it wasn't like, again, it wasn't just a Switch version across the board. It was my 
regular. I have original generation Switch, the very first Switch. Mm-hmm. I was playing it docked on on like an old LCD TV, whatever. That it was fucking rough going. Woo boy! Yeah, it never is. did I feel like my Switch was that shitty <laughs> until this weekend. <laughs> And I was like, man, maybe I should look into one of those no, OLEDs. Keep in mind that the OLED and the uh, the the uh, just the handheld one, like, nah. Your only issue is undocking it because from a processor standpoint, the OLED switch does not have hmm. if it I don't think it had any changes whatsoever. It had some hardware changes, but I don't think processor mm-hmm. was one of them. And if it did, it was nominal. This mm-hmm. has to do with the fact that you were playing docked when the Switch version really benefits from the stripped down choices yeah. they make when you're undocked. It was rough, man. It was rough. Was not happy with it. Um, then up in New Hammy, up in the up on the PS2, Fred. All right. Um, some of my whatnot purchases that I brought up there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I brought my <clears throat> SSX, which I did not play, but I did pick up a copy of SSX. Nice. Um, a game called Sub Rebellion. Sub Rebellion, uh, okay. Which I was excited, right? Because uh, <clears throat> I seen it and I'm like, Sub Rebellion. It's by Irem, right? Oh, okay. And it's supposed to it's supposed to be a spiritual sequel to one of my favorite shoot 'em ups ever, which was the sub one, In the Hunt. Do you remember In the Hunt? No. Come on. I bet if you saw it or you see video, you go, oh fuck, I forgot about this game. It was an Irem fucking bullet hell, but it was with subs. A blue sub and a yellow oh, sub. Oh, God. I do know this game. Yeah, In the Hunt is fucking awesome. Yeah, it was on PlayStation. Um, I think I had it for my Xbox. Uh, look, it looks like my it was... my 360. I think it came out in arcade. I had yeah, it. was I don't Saturn, know PlayStation, arcade. But now it's come out on, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. In the Hunt is a great... If you love, like, a take on a bullet hell, like a shoot 'em up Fucking, and this was by Irem. So then I saw this sub rebellion. This dude threw it up there and it had the Irem tag on it. And I'm like, fucking, is this a sequel to In the Hunt? Right. And then the dude yeah. literally said, goes, a lot of people don't know this was like their fucking follow up to In the Hunt. It's like this spiritual sequel. Huh. And, uh, but it's 3D. Like it's like, right. it's not like a shoot up like side scroller. It's like, I'm like, fuck it. So I got it real cheap. Uh, it seemed very advanced for a PS2 game. It seemed like a lot of shit going on. It was a first-person, like, sub-game. Or I should say, huh. like, behind the sub, third-person, oh, third-sub. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you controlled it like that. Like, you controlled the rudders and the ballast going up and down. And, yeah, there was, like, underwater boss fights and shit. But it was, like, almost too much going on. Mm-hmm. control wise for it for me to kind of enjoy it i was like man but it's a it's a neat little game to have just just the fact that it's like in my in my brain it's like a sequel to in the hunt so i'm happy i have it up there it's in the collection up there 
Um, I also picked up for the PS1 Riven. Ah, the sequel to Mist. The sequel to Mist, (laughs) which uh, I played a lot of this. So I never had a PC back then. I played Mist and I played Riven all on my PlayStation 1. Right? I played the PlayStation versions. Um, Boy, uh, I think when you texted me saying you weren't going to make it finally, like around 10, you're like, yep, we're doing shots over here. (laughs) So I was playing Riven. I think I texted you that. I said, I'm playing fucking Riven up here. You did, yes. Fucking up in the loft by myself. I'm like, I forgot how fucking creepy this world is. Oh, like yeah. how eerily empty, creepy. Yeah, but it has it's like an shit. abandoned, like yeah. I don't know what it is. It's abandoned everything, but but there's people there because Riven had like full motion video clips. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there's like these little Ewok pods you come across, like the city, and you knock on a door a few times, and so it opens up, and someone like looks at you, and then they slam it. And you're like, and it's all like full motion video. And you're like, that's fucking creepy. Or like when you you come around the corner, there's like a little kid sitting on the dock. And all of a sudden, this like mother comes out from the top and runs down and mm-hmm. picks him up and goes back in the house. And you're just like, what is going on in this fucking Riven game? Um, it's what I remember. It's odd. Isn't it weird how your brain stores stuff? Like almost every little thing oh, I did, yeah. I remembered it. In the music, I'm like, this is fucking crazy. I remember going back and forth and going to all these places and, you know, <clears throat> it's four discs because each section of the island's on a th- disc. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like those games where you finish part one and you put in the second disc. Every section's on a disc. So it's like you get on a <laughs> little fucking mine cart. And you go through this little cinema review, like going underwater and through these hoops. And then when it gets to where it's going, it says, do you want to save this game and put in disc two? And you're like, yes and yes. And then you put in disc two. And then you fucking play that section. But if you hop back on the cart and turn around, it goes back and you got to put in disc one again. So right. God forbid you yeah. actually hit a switch because you're like, what's this switch doing? It turns you around and brings you right back. You're like, fuck. Because you can't just say turn around. Yeah. You got to like save it. Swap the disc and do it again. So very old school. Um, I played it that night until I got to the underwater um, sort of like aquarium place. And you get in a chair and you hit a button like for a light. And this giant fucking fish comes out of the shadows and bumps into the glass. I went, well, that's enough of this fucking game for tonight. Because that shit freaks me the fuck out. Understandably Um, so. That game is very eerie. Yeah. And it was fun to see the old full motion video again. It was super fun to see it. And uh, playing it on an old TV, old crappy TV, mm-hmm. and playing it. So people that don't know Mist or Riven, it's basically static, like still images that you click around. It's like a point and click. Um, but Riven, like I said, added like little full motion video parts. So basically, like if I go to a scene like the part with the little door you knock on, you can see the square around the part of the door that you you knock that's yeah. going to have full motion video. It's like a little postage stamp. Right. It's you can like see like out. You can see the black, the, like the noise, like the black noise wiggling. Like you know that's active. The rest of this scene is still just a static image, but you can see where the well, full motion like video Mist is going to happen. Riven were like 
old hypercard yeah. stacks, which were basically yeah. like websites. Yeah, it was it was fun to revisit Riven, and uh, <laughs> when I go up there, I'm gonna play it some more because it's like you just start remembering shit. You're like, oh my god, remember this? Oh ball well, in trees. You once you're on done, the there's Uru. Is it Uru? Is there a sequel to Riven? Do they yeah. call it sequel to Riven? Because that would be amazing. No, it was just called Uru Miss Three or something. Yeah. Oh, so they dropped the ball. Yeah. So you had Riven, the sequel the to sequel Mist. The sequel to Mist. And then, and then you could have had Uru, the sequel to Riven. <laughs> There's a legacy there. I haven't dug into it much, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is a whole source. And so, anyways, then I came home. Um, and very quick, I tried out two two hour demos on the PlayStation. Okay. Uh, they had um, the PGA 2K23 oh, yeah. or whatever with Tiger Woods on there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, he's washed the, the waitress stink off of him and they fucking, <laughs> they put him back on the cover or something. And, uh, and I love golf games, but nothing will ever recapture Tiger Woods like 02 or whatever it is that I used to play. Um, they will never get back to that level of like arcade fun. And this one was no different. I really wanted to enjoy it. Um, it it literally plays and looks like all the golf games you play. Swing meter, zoom to look at the hole, fucking read in the green. Everything's the fucking same. Full blown time. Um, yeah. I did make an old dude because, you know, in my head I make up stories. And I'm like, this is going to be like – an old dude passes prime, but he's going to take the world by storm. So I made a dude that was like chunky with long gray hair and a gray beard and glasses and uh, wrinkles and shit. And uh, <clears throat> it had too many stats, Fred. It had too <laughs> many skill points and skill trees and, uh-huh. and equipment upgrade and character upgrade. It had too much. And I don't like a game where I hit a perfect shot but it hooks into the woods because my guys not leveled that up any. Do you know what I'm saying? I do get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't need that in my golf game. I'm like, <laughs> literally the meter says I hit it perfect and it hooks into a, a fucking sandbar from where it says it's supposed to go, which is straight because whatever my stat, my strength isn't. Well, they don't tell me I can hit it that far then if I yeah. fucking can't. So yeah. That quickly wore on me. Turn that off. Use my two-hour demo. The demo ran out. Uh, I will not be playing 2K23. The other one, uh, to keep with simulators, Fred, I played the Hunting Simulator 2. Two. Two. Hunting Simulator Um, 2. Right. Um, Not to be confused with the Hunter. No. the hunter, the, the wild, in the wild, yeah. in the hunt, the wilds, and whatever it's called. Oh, I know what wild. you're talking about. You're still talking about hunter hunting sim games. I'm talking about super nash natural PVE games or whatever. But oh. anyway. um, yeah, no, um, the hunter. What did I just say? What's it called? The hunting hunter? simulator. Simulator two. two. Yeah, I played a little bit of this. Um little broken, but not broken like the other simulator games. This one was a competent game, but it just had stuff I didn't like. All right. Okay. The one thing I really, the one, 
it definitely relied on you knowing a bit more about guns and bullet calibers and shit for what you're hunting, which I uh-huh. do not. Yeah. I should because my my in-laws are a hunting family, but I don't hunt myself. The one shining thing I really dug was they give you a dog right out the gate. They gave me a little beagle. <laughs> Uh, awesome. And he can, you can send him out like sniffing around and he'll find tracks and follow tracks. I named him Fred. Because uh, <laughs> I like to keep you near and dear to my heart there you Fred, when, when you're not around. So I had Fred the Beagle. I love it. Um, no reflection on the real Fred that he's based on, but Fred the Beagle was dumb. He was not, he was not a bright hunting dog. <laughs> He would just I don't lose. know that I would be a very bright hunting dog. So you never he know. Was, it might be accurate. He, he was supposed to be following shit, and he would just fucking all of a sudden wander off, wander not off, be following like nothing. Idiot. But I'm following him because he's supposed to be following a track, and I'm just following him. He's and he's trotting along with his ears Taking you in a wild and his tail chase. up, like he's looking for something. Like he's in the animation, like he's like he's found something, like a pointer dog. And then I realized, oh, no, the game's just fucking glitched. And he's just trotting around like that. And he's basically going in the direction that I'll move. So I'm not following him anywhere. The blind leading the blind out there in the woods. That's right. As far as I didn't die, this dumb fucking beagle dog. Fred the beagle and, would have let you eat him. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, It had shit I liked, though, right? It had the buying the clothes, right? It had the uh, lodge, right? That you went back to, like fucking sure. NBA 2K, where you could upgrade <laughs> oh, your crib. Yeah. Like it had a lodge where you could put your trophies on the wall and fucking had a gun room at all the guns. You it had that kind of shit that I liked, mm-hmm. but uh, it just wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't catching me. I didn't. I didn't like. It. And you had to buy the hunting licenses. Right, you had to use the money and buy a right. hunting license for what you were hunting, okay. and then if you were out there and you ran into an animal that you came across, but you pointed your gun at him and said, "Nope, <laughs> illegal. You don't have a hunting license." You're like, "Well, can I buy one on my cell phone? Like, do I have to quit right, out like- and go back to the lodge? This is bullshit. I want to shoot that pig. That pig's right in front of me. <laughs> I want to shoot that pig. Careful. Um, you know, I did shoot a moose though." Oh, nice. So I tracked the moose, and I got him with a good shot. And if you play hunting sim games, anybody, uh, you basically got to hit run off if you don't get a like kill shot right in the heart. Like if you get him through the get lungs or something. Shot, sometimes too. Um, you got to track the blood. And I tracked the blood of this moose for like 10 minutes real time. Uh, mm-hmm. he was moving and finally I caught up to him at a riverbed and I watched him collapse in the distance. And then I went and claimed my moose. Uh, so if that seems like it's up your alley, that morbid shit, uh, I find it fun. Yeah. So much fun that the demo ran out and I was like, I would not pay $50 for this game though. <laughs> Cause I guess it was a PS4 game and an Xbox one game. Oh yeah. Uh, came out like two years ago or something, and they re-put it out for the PS5, which was a version I was playing, and they re-sold you know, sold it, but it's pretty glitchy. All it did was make me go back to Game Pass and download the the Hunter there in you the go. Wild or whatever that the one's better called. The version of it, yeah. I think, it's, I think that's the We played it tonight. My son was helping me spot, and we, we got a, a heart shot, shot on a deer 
and he nice. went down instantly and nice claimed that yeah. trophy. Um, but yeah, that's my that was my uh, that was my gaming. So hopefully by next week I'll have more Final Fantasy VII remake and probably some hunting going on. I like it. So they have a New England hunter uh, DLC for New England. Right. Oh, okay. So, very interested in that. So specific to the woods. native wildlife of New England? Yeah, some guy with a fucking Dunkin' Donuts cup out there in the woods. <laughs> hey, man. Shoot that guy. If he's sharing. Um, and if he's not. <laughs> box of Joe, that guy. Yep, um, that situation solves itself. Fuck, man. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk so long. That was a lot of... No, no, that was oh, good. Gosh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. That was good. I didn't mean to talk that long. Uh, no. But that's it? You good? That's it. <laughs> yeah. Hell it. yeah, man. Except, like, oh, wait, shit. Too with wait. Beagle. Fuck. Anyway. A whole new, wait a second here, wait. Just okay. real quick. Yeah? Big, big fever at work going around. Marvel Snap had an update yesterday. Oh? Added um, local battles. Oh, so now you can actually fight your friends. Send you a you send you send yourself a like a lobby code, and then we can just fight. So at work, while we're supposed to be working, yeah, we're all having like real. battles on Marvel Snap. <laughs> so update update your Marvel Snap. You can fight your friends now. Battle your friends. That's another one that I've let go. I guess I would say, but. All right. Truly it. I've gone a little bit of a different route (laughs) this week. Um, (laughs) I threw all my games out in the trash. No, no, no. I, um, so first and foremost, uh, been playing more Lego Star Wars, um, uh, Skywalker Saga. Um, sorry, I'm. It's late, and my ability to talk and type is falling apart. Anyway, I really still dig that game. I am still on the original trilogy trees. I have completed all three of them. I've completed New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. But I am doing something that I adore doing, which is going back through the levels on free play and unlocking everything. Hmm. So I'm almost done with Jedi, yeah. and I confirm that yes, in Return of the Jedi, you play as Wicket um, on the Ewok mm-hmm. village when you're fighting the Empire, and you do unlock all of those various, like, throwing bombs, blowing up walls, all mm-hmm. the scavenger or whatever skills. So that was a poor choice made by them, because obviously if you're in the know, you just play Episode Seven. You get Ray and you're good, but mm-hmm. but I'm continuing with that and I like it. Um, I'm enjoying it. I am, I think, one or two challenges away from completing Empire. Uh, sorry, Return of the Jedi, 100. percent So okay, yeah, I would like to get back to that and kind of finish it because I I'm almost done. I think there are two movies left. Okay, well, if you haven't done Jedi of, I, yet, it's very amusing how they handle the Emperor stuff and the... Yeah, no, I did a Jedi. I want to say I'm on Force Awakens. 
Okay. Or I finished Force Awakens. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I went through a lot of them. But yeah, so I've been oh. playing that, enjoying it. Um, next up, so some Xbox stuff happened. Um, first and foremost, they had a... Um, they had like a their version of a direct, like a developer direct. Oh, I saw I saw that on the front page, but I didn't watch it though. Okay, so it's about forty five minutes, and it showed off Forza Seven. It showed okay. off the new Minecraft. Um, people couldn't quite tell what this was at first, but in this developer direct. They revealed it's a uh, Minecraft RTS, basically. Okay. Um, then they showed off... Trying to remember now. Uh, oh, Elder Scrolls Online. There's a shit ton of stuff going on, and they just released on Game Pass all of the expansion packs. So you don't oh. have to buy anything anymore. It's just all free. Wow. Hmm. And then not my cup of tea. I don't think. Yeah, mine neither. But they talked about it. Um, oh, then they showed off Redfall, which is that vampire shooter thing. Jesus Christ! Did they change of, it again? Does it look totally different? Uh, a little bit. Um, basically, they revealed that it's less Left for Dead and more, um, kind of like their right. What do they call them? Um, Immersive Sims. It's more vampire shooter immersive sim that can expand. It can support multiplayer. Hmm. So as somebody who, if I play this game, I'm going to play it single player. I kind of dig that move, right? Because right, the game's as fun. Does single player? Does it still look like? Does it still like look like Fortnite? No, no. Switch it up. Now it looks a little closer to Left 4 Dead. Graphically. Because I remember when they first showed it, it looked sort of like it was like a cinema and it looked kind of serious, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember when then like you didn't see it for a while. And then when they showed like some gameplay, it's like they it looked like they reskinned it with like Fortnite graphics. Yeah. Like so everything it, had a Fortnite look to the characters and stuff. I'll say it has a mild fantastical this or that, but no, it's way more realistic. It's a lot more gritty than I would say you're describing there. And, mm. um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a single player, multiplayer optional, um, I don't know, immersive sim where you're hunting down vampires. It was, it looked cool. The last one though was a stealth launch was Tango Gameworks, which is Shinji Mikami's studio. So, the Evil Within, The Evil Within 2. And they announced a new game called Hi-Fi Rush. Which That's on Game Pass. Yeah, so that, that was, was the big thing on that. They were like, oh, this is out now. You can just play it now. And That it, game looks dope, man. It is. It is a cel-shaded cartoon rock rhythm game. Yeah. Which is a beat-em-up, but it's on the rhythm... But the, the smart move they made was being on the rhythm benefits you, but being off rhythm doesn't harm you. And that's one of the biggest problems a lot of these rock rhythm games as of late run into 
is that if you're offbeat, you fail. And the other problem is most people are using TVs with lag, Xboxes with lag, mm. surround sound systems with lag, controllers with lag. There's a lot of lag when you're trying to line this stuff up. And I won't lie about this game. If you're running it through a, you know, a direct source where it's like directly to a TV or speakers or something, you're going to by and large be okay. But if you have lag on your TV, you may have some serious problems. I would suggest putting headphones at that point into your controller and seeing if that doesn't help you. This game is through and through like a PC game. I found myself mm. enjoying it more when I was playing it on PC, not as a platform. So don't misunderstand me, Trees. You can play this game perfectly well, one with a controller and two on a console. But it's one of those things where if you trust your TV speakers or something or a surround sound system, you may find there's too much lag and it's not fun. Because you're missing not because you're not hitting the rhythm, but because the game doesn't think you're hitting the rhythm because <laughs> you've got lag. And um, <clears throat> so once I put it on my PC, I just found myself being way more proficient at it. So I think the solution there is just headphones on console, right? Just plug headphones into your controller and you'll be fine. Do you think, because of all the different ways it will be played, do you think they've made it forgiving though? Like you don't have to be it's super more forgiving, but it's accurate. pretty. It's having played two full levels now, which, as mm -hmm. I understand it, is like twenty percent of the game or more. Okay. Because I think the game's six to eight hours, and I've played like two. Okay. I will tell you that I've had some good times, and I, you know me though. Like I went back in the menu and recalibrated and yeah. got with my TV and got with my receiver and, <laughs> and calculated millisecond lag and all this oh, stuff. Jesus. People don't want to do that. No, I'd probably shrug my shoulders and keep playing. Yeah, like, so there's, I don't know. I would, but that's the thing. It doesn't penalize you for being offbeat, right? So right. although it does do that traditional Japanese studio thing where you get like the S, A, B, C, D, F, on each encounter. And I bet if you were yeah. getting a bunch of D's or C's, you're probably going to get frustrated with that after a while. Mm. But that said, it works pretty well. It does a good job of rolling out the mechanics slowly. Like I said, I'm like two hours in and I've just learned most of the mechanics I've seen or I'm aware of. Um, it's fun. The graphics are good. They did a good it job looks. with this. We, me and my son, uh, yesterday when we got home, and we again, I always go into the game library just to see what's new. Mm -hmm. So obviously that was it. We watched the trailer, and uh, yeah, I thought it looked, I, I thought it looked great. So. Yeah, it was. It was. It's a very amusing game, and with Game Pass, it's very low risk. I just was impressed to see they even joke about it like in the trailer like Shinji Mikami is like we're known for horror games and now we're doing right. this cartoony rock rhythm game. I think it's a breath of fresh air. Um, I think the games press who 
understandably are in a tough spot because who gives a fuck what they say anyway? And then on top of that, if people can just play it for free, they have less of a reason to. So they're, I think, overhyping it a little bit because they're so happy to play something unique in the world. Mm. I think for most people, that's not completely untrue either, right? Everyone's just kind of hunting down something fun and unique to play. And I think this scratches that itch. I don't know if I'm in it for the long haul, but what does that mean, right? If I'm like 25% through. Right. But initially playing it, I had a lot of fun, and I'm glad I did. Um, I'm not looking for a new rock rhythm beat-em-up. So Mm. I'm on the fence as to whether I'll return to it, but it's not a qualification of the game. It's just that there's so many other things I want to play otherwise. But this was a super pleasant surprise. And if people are interested in it, I highly recommend downloading and trying it. I had a lot of fun with it. The comedy's right. The reading, the writing's very good. The circumstance they put themselves into it. It's, it's charming. It's, it's a breath of fresh air. Hmm. So something to think about. Um, then, I don't know if you heard, but they stealth launched also GoldenEye. So out of the blue... Yeah, I saw that on Goldeneye there, too. GoldenEye got dumped onto both Switch's, um, what did they call it, expansion pack, as well as Xbox Live. Uh, I, I, I found this very funny. Um, with Xbox, they said, it will be part of Rare Replay, assuming you own the digital version. And then sure Mm -hmm. enough, day one, a fuck ton of people who own the physical copies of Rare Replay are like, wait, I put my disc in and it wouldn't let me get GoldenEye. What the fuck? What is this? This is, this is fucking wrong. And it's like, but they told you. Digital. Yeah. And the reason digital only Mm -hmm. is they could only get the rights that way. So what I want to say is a couple of things. So right off the bat, like, it's very clear that in order to get this to come out, everyone had to make concessions. I don't know who was the driver, but everyone had to make concessions. So Nintendo Switch has some features that it's not that Xbox couldn't do. They were told they couldn't do. And in the same regard, Xbox has some factors and features that Nintendo wasn't allowed to do. So Mm. here's your differentiation trees. On the Switch, you're going to get the standard N64 ROM. So it's not upscaled or up-resed in any way. It's upscaled, but that's just to make it look natural. But it's not improved in any way. It will look like an N64 game blown up and sharpened on your Mm. TV. But And the controls are those cumbersome N64 controls, right? With the C buttons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's n- most people say there's even if you have the N64 controllers, which are really hard to find, it, yeah, that's only good if you already had played Goldeneye and have nostalgia. If it's new to you, the controls are going to be a problem. But it does have online multiplayer. Hmm. On the Xbox, it runs at 4K. And it has a great Call of Duty style control scheme. So it's very smooth to play. But it has no online multiplayer, which means nothing to me. But I know that'll be a deal breaker to some people. I was not 
I told you. You know how I feel with the N64. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I do. It's, it's one of the most garbage consoles. It was. Made, it was right? so promising at launch, and then it just fell off a cliff. Ta- yeah, the Tonka toy of fucking game consoles. <laughs> yes. And um, so I was not on the GoldenEye fucking hype train. Like, I played it. Because my buddy mm-hmm. had an N64, so we played all that shit. Congo's sure. bad for a day, and we played a lot of the... He got it for the wrestling, because it had like a raw game, a very good oh yeah, raw game on there. So I can't remember, but he had it for the wrestling. I think it was Ron I went over there to play Star NWO Wars. Or something, but yeah. I wanted to play the Star Wars on there. Shadows <laughs> the Empire or Rogue Squadron? I guess it doesn't matter, but they're both I don't both remember good. at this point. Yeah. Um, and I remember he had Goldeneye, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I we played it. But I don't know, man. I didn't get like, I didn't get what it seems everybody else got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever that is that everybody. If you were like, three to four kids living in a house with one yeah, console, I guess. But I like guess. that wasn't my experience. I gave up on the N sixty four after the first year. By ninety seven, mm-hmm. I had a PlayStation. <clears throat> I had a Resident Evil game. What did I care? Yeah. So. I mean, it's good that uh, people are getting it, I guess. They want it. Well, so I'd never played but... GoldenEye, so I want to mention this real quick. Oh, okay. So, it, anyway, it's fine. People are loving. People are... Trees, I'm going to be not subtle about this. People are cranking it, jacking it, rubbing it raw, talking oh, about that. the flaws of this game. Oh, boy. And God bless them. <laughs> Go, you know... Walk your path, man. If you want yeah. to make endless YouTube videos where you're just cranking it to talking about how shitty these ports are, good on you. Yes. Enjoy it. I hope you get good revenue monies. Just you and all your friends just cranking it to talking shit on this game. And the only reason I say that is I'm not here to defend it. I don't have a history with GoldenEye. I remember going over to friends' houses, kind of like you're saying, and seeing them playing it, and then they would eventually have four people play it, and we even had the cardboard box quad thing on a tube TV and stuff. It was fine. Like, I had first-person shooters on my PC, right? At that time, I was playing Doom, Doom 2, Duke Nukem. They were outdated, but that didn't mean I didn't play them. I didn't get it. 3D accelerated card on my 586. My dad said no. So I didn't play Quake. But like, there wasn't anything like that on consoles. So good for Rare for doing it. Mm-hmm. I never saw a Bond movie, as evidenced by the fact that I just bought the Bond box set recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had no connection to it. I remember playing Gold, uh, Golden Dark. Perfect Dark later. And really enjoyed it, right? That's the spiro- mm. spiritual successor. They didn't have a Sorry, license. Yeah. And it's readily available on Xbox and has been for a while. Why people don't play that version. And it's part of Rare Replay for free. Why people don't play that instead, God only knows. But whatever. Um, so I played it. Uh, one of the biggest criticisms I've seen leveraged against it that I don't think matters at all is that both versions are 30 frames per second. Okay. I don't think anyone gives a shit that's playing this. I did play a couple missions, though. And it was weird because the hardest difficulty... I played the easiest difficulty, and it was too easy. 
The hardest difficulty has a bunch of objectives that are borderline unrealistic. Have you ever played this game single player? No, no. So it's not like just go kill everybody. It's like get in. You need to throw this modem on this computer monitor at just the right spot. You need you, to get down into this bunker and not shoot any of the servers and extract Are you info. walking past, like, in the beginning, are you walking past army trucks and getting yes. in a gate? Yep. yep. Okay, then I might have tried it. <laughs> that okay. sounds familiar. Yeah. I probably um, tried it. But. What I found was in the middle, I'm having the most fun. There is a difficulty in between the easiest, where it's just complete level, and the hardest, where it's like, do all these ridiculous objectives. You get like a borderline middle ground. I think it's called agent mode. And that's a lot of fun. I've gotten three levels in. I'm They're long for first-person shooters levels. And if you die, you have to start the whole level over again. So, hmm. and there's some bullshit in level two. Again, like everything, if you played hmm. this game, you know everything you need to know. But if you're going in right. blind with no instruction manual or anything, you get fucked a couple of times because you have like a room with canisters and if you break the canisters, which you're supposed to do, but later it releases poison gas and then it locks you into the room. So you have to know one that if you're going to pierce any of those tubes, you have to do it when you're not around and two don't pierce those tubes unless you need to. But so I've played like probably two hours and done three levels and it's fine. I don't even know if yeah. I'm going to go back. It's okay. This weekend, Julie and I are planning to watch GoldenEye just to enjoy that part and look into it. But shocker, a console shooter, first-person shooter from 96 doesn't age 96. very well. Although what I will criticize a little bit is Turok, I feel, aged very well in that I've just played it for the first time this year and really enjoyed it. Goldeneye, I'm not enjoying as much. Yeah. I have this well. secret theory that because it's rare and British, that British people <laughs> love those games, and especially with Golden with Bond involved, and they don't right. realize they're so in love with the fandom surrounding it, which I don't blame them for, that they don't realize this game is really lackluster. But I could be wrong. Right. And I reserve the... Uh, the the I reserve the opinion to be wrong until such time as I finish the game and I make a final opinion on it, but I don't think anyone who's listening gives a shit what I think about Goldeneye. <laughs> you included, actually. Like, maybe you did at some point, but at this point right. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. Anyway, if you want to play it, those are your ways you can play it. So let's wrap up with what's really important and what I definitely want to talk about. Okay. I have played and completed, so it is beatable without fighting too hard, the Callisto Protocol. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> sorry, I had to turn off my space heater. So, um, the Callisto Protocol, if you remember from last week, I was dealing with some drama with Gamefly. Not because of Gamefly but because of the United States Postal Service. No offense to USPS. <laughs> no offense taken. Uh, they sent me a game on Saturday something, January 16th or something. 
and I didn't receive it until last Wednesday or something like. No, it was last Friday. Like it took like a week and a half to get it or something or close to it was over a week. It was like a week and a half. It was like 10 days, not business days, but full days mm-hmm. to get it. So I thought it was lost. So I turned it into Gamefly and they were like, we understand. Let us know if it shows up. And they sent me a second copy. Trees, I got these on back-to-back days last week. So they shipped it like 11 days apart. And yet I got one on Thursday and one on Friday. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, yeah. everything takes a different path. You know yeah, saying? everything does. Um, and I, I told Gamefly and they were super cool with it. And I returned both copies uh, once I was done. I actually returned the first copy early on. So, And they're going to hook me up with Dead Space Remake. So I'll, I'll get there nice. next. But um, I got the PS5 version. Reason being is uh, PS5 was the lead development platform. Sony people helped them. And um, if you want to play the 60 frames per second mode, that works fine on Xbox. But if you want to play the non-performance ray tracing high graphics mode, which this game is a technical showpiece, so I did. The 30 frames per second mode, it's all broken on Xbox, meaning a lot of the so you're running at this lower frame rate, but you don't get a bunch of the benefits and most of the ray tracing is not working right which is unfortunate because the ray tracing in this game is very effective and very positive. So, right. So I grabbed the PS5 version and I'd heard things about this, right? So if you remember Glenn Schofield and his crew, they were EA Redwood, which became EA Visceral Trees to just circle things back. I believe they made the Tiger Woods games before they made (laughs) Dead Space. Okay. Right, and then they made Dead Space one, two, and three, and they did some side stuff. They did that. Do you remember that Street Thugs um, version of Battlefield? Battlefield um, Hardline, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, I do. They did that, and they did the Dante's yeah. Inferno game and stuff. But their, okay, their claim to fame was um, was definitely uh, um, Dead Space, and then they became Sledgehammer Games. If you remember, or at least some parts of that team went off and became Sledgehammer Games and made Call of Duty games. And mm-hmm. then they made this new studio. And this is a large portion of the Dead Space team making the Callisto Protocol. And I had heard negative things about it, as I'm guessing you may have. Um, I heard middle-of-the-road things about okay. it. You, you know what I mean? Like, nothing special. Oh, see, I had heard that it was pretty negative, but the tech was impressive. But, you know, Mm. different strokes, different folks, different circles, you're going to hear different opinions. So I went into this nervous. Also, um, Waypoint, not Waypoint. Wait, Waypoint? No, Nextlander. Nextlander. Brad Shoemaker and I have very similar interests, very similar taste in games, very similar skill sets. I can tell this over the years. He gets frustrated with the same games I do. I remember that. Specifically, I remember both of us reviewing, back when I was reviewing games, the original prototype and struggling on the same mission and both breaking a controller on the same mission. But I digress. 
So he struggled with the Callisto Protocol, difficulty-wise, heavily. And I was very nervous. That's why I didn't buy it. That game has been patched several, several times on all platforms since then. And I'm here to tell you that the current state of the Callisto Protocol is way more manageable. Way more straightforward. Way more don't worry about the difficulty too much. Right. Well, that's good. But you will die a fuck ton. Yeah. <laughs> you will feel like shit. You oh. aren't shit in this game. And they make it clear from the get. So, Holy. yeah, and I'm going to do something that I usually don't do. Instead of talking about the good parts first, I'm going to talk about the bad parts first. Because at the end of this, I really enjoyed this game. I very much enjoyed this game. I will be buying this game as soon as it drops in price to the buy price that I'm ready for, which is probably somewhere between 20 and 40, right? Like, I'll figure that out. But I really dug this game, Trees, in every yeah. aspect. In I was pleasantly an action surprised. game way, an action game way, or a horror game way. Both, both, and okay. I will get. Into I'm not a big scene. horror guy, so yeah, and I won't dig too. I won't. I won't beat around the bush too much before digging in. So we'll kind of discuss that in a minute. But yes, we'll discuss the differences between action and horror. The tech is gorgeous, and it is incredible, and on console especially. It is very impressive what they can pull off because the PC version is a fucking mess still, I'm told. And the Xbox version has never gotten its ray tracing fixed. So I will tell you, if you're going to play at 60 frames per second because performance matters more to you, and especially if you don't care about ray tracing, doesn't matter whether you play it on PS5 or Xbox Series X. If you do want the full package and you have both consoles, get the PlayStation version just so you can bounce back and forth. If you're going to play it last gen, good luck. It's a rough ride. And Series S does fine doing 30 frames per second at like 1440 with no ray tracing. So that's that's kind of your, your high level what you're going to do. So let me talk about what it does poorly. Um, first and foremost, this game feels like it was built back when Dead Space 2008 was built. They just make some weird decisions that I don't understand. Um, like unskippable cutscenes before major fights. Why is this trend coming back? Guys. Yeah, that's You're fucking that's a rough killing one, me. You're gonna die a lot in this game. Do not start me up where I have to watch the same fucking canned animation. It's short. I'll give this game credit. The canned animations are short, but 30 seconds when you've died for the 20th time is fucking endless, right? Mm. Yeah. Like, come on. The fuck are we even doing here? <clears throat> Next, um, this game, so video games, right? As a whole, video game protagonists. 
The whole idea is you might start off weak, right? They either start you off strong, take your powers away, make you weak, and then you build back up to it. Or you're just a regular Joe and it's part of the game, but you build into your strength, right? You just build up a strength as a curve or something. This is one of those rare games where I feel like I ain't shit from start to finish. I am still dying on basic cronies at the end of this game. In fact, I found the boss battles to be, and there are a few and far between, I found the boss battles to be far easier, staggeringly easier than fighting a regular foe. Yeah, to feel as clumsy with the first battle as you do with the last battle with a standard foe is kind of a problem, right? Like, that doesn't feel good. And why? Because they did it the lazy way. They tweaked the numbers, Trees. The, the, The final foe just has more attacks, faster attacks, and more hit points than the first foe, even though they look the same. And that's the problem. Yeah. Um, the other thing is they seem to know exactly what pisses people off and they do it anyway. So if you're trying to fight someone and the game is based around like you fighting a boss and the boss has a very specific pattern and move set and can kill you in, let's say, one hit, which they all can... Why in the world are you introducing enemies that literally null out your ability to navigate the boss? In fact, it like so what'll happen is they'll throw a random crony or your good old explosive enemies. That's one of the biggest problems with the last boss fight. Sorry, there's a last boss fight, and I'm gonna talk mildly mm-hmm. about it. Okay. They just you're fighting this very difficult foe and it is very difficult. I'm not going to beat around the bush on that. Brad Shoemaker, I think said he spent over an hour on the last boss fight and that plays. I think I did pretty well, but I think I spent almost 40 minutes on the last boss fight. Wow. So you're just going to die and do it over and 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 over Again, get ready. And what they do is that boss fight wouldn't be shit, except they drop explosive enemies into the world, and you're supposed to be focusing on the boss so he doesn't run up and punch you and one-hit kill you, or that his projectiles don't shoot you. But you're worried about the explosive uh, enemies who will also one-hit kill you, that while you're focusing on them, he comes up and sucker punches you in the back of the head. Well, that ain't fun. Who the fuck designed this? Right? And so they do that. And then the last big one. If I haven't lost it. Well, there's two more. Yeah. There's two more. Just trust me. I'm going to turn this around in a minute. Okay. You have healing items. Okay. And I'm trying to remember how they do it in Dead Space. Oh, yeah, you could just 
quick hit a button and you'd heal, right? Do you remember that? Like you, you just had those little you, containers, those canisters, and I, you'd push a button like Y, and you'd just see that health bar in your back just fill up, right? Even if on. you're running from a foe or something. <clears throat> they have now turned that into an injectable canned animation, where your character slowly gets down on one knee, pulls out the injectable, sticks it in his neck, and it refills his health. If you get hit at any time during that whole process, you do not gain the health, you die immediately, and I guess it would waste the injectable, but you wouldn't know because you die. So why that's a problem... Uh-huh. Is would you be surprised <laughs> to hear that every single fucking major strong hard enemy in this game will blast you the moment you try to use these? Jeez. So you end up at the end of the game like me with six injectable healing items, but who fucking cares? Because you can't use them while you're fighting this boss. Mm-hmm. And then they do the stasis thing from Dead Space. There's a lot of Dead Space in this game. There really is. Yeah. In a good way. I would way. imagine. Actually, in a good right. way. Um, so they do the thing where you can pull things to you and then launch them, right? They've made it a limited resource. And they've made it so you don't launch characters very far until you've upgraded it using the currency. There's a whole upgrade path. So this is an item that is basically useless to you and it's targeting sucks. And since it's a limited resource, it's like, oh, nope, you meant to grab that enemy? Well, I grabbed a box instead and now you don't have any more recharge and I'm not going to recharge. So you're fucked. Congratulations. And so they give you this item that they kind of lean pretty heavily into as like a way to mitigate large groups of enemies and it doesn't help you. It's kind of useless until you fully level it up. And this was something I heard dropped against this game, which I'm kind of curious to do in the future when I buy it. So let me tell you something. Despite all these things, I really adored this game. <laughs> like, you know, if I, if you guys just need like a litmus, <laughs> Like in a letter grade, I give it a B plus. In a score, I give it a four out of five. So there you go. Despite all these things, I still like it a lot. Um, but yeah, like uh, some of these things with the upgrade path and some of your items and weapons, you can tell they're built for the new game plus. And that's... I don't think that's good. Like, I don't think mm. you should build a game where your single player campaign is built for the second time around. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, the difficulty's not. So, okay. So, sorry about all that long diatribe. Are you discouraged yet? Well, I'm I'm discouraged just be, if it's a horror game, anyways, because uh-huh. I just don't play horror games anymore. Sure. So here's where we'll get into the positives. So first of all. Tech's gorgeous. The actors are great. If you watch The Boys, one of the major actors in it is the female who... Do you watch The Boys? Yes, I love The Boys. Okay. So you know the female who is in love with... um, 
She's the mute. She's Asian. She yes. is basically Wolverine. Mm-hmm. She's a major character in this. And it blows your Kimiko. mind because she talks all the time. Kimiko. Kimiko. Yeah. And she talks all the time. And so you're just like, whoa. <laughs> but there are other actors in it too. And they all look incredible. The Uncanny Valley is gone. Yeah. Gone. Like it really is. It's gone. It looks legit. And every single area looks fantastic, man. Like, it looks like abandoned prisons. It looks like weird, creepy things with fleshy, squishy things all over the floor. Right? Because this is the Dead Space team. So it's less scary and more gross. Lots of squishy stuff going on. Lots of... Yeah. Yeah. There's no strategic dismemberment in this game. That's a different system now. But you will want to stomp on things and sever their limbs to get pickups. Of course. Yes. So. But Trees, it's not a horror game in the jump scare way, although there are jump scares. Mm -hmm. And it's not a horror game in the Dead Space way, where they're like kill boxes, right? It doesn't work that way. Um if they're going to jump scare you, it's usually like hit a button prompt, like triangle a bunch of times and you're averted from danger. Like a tentacle will come out and pull you towards like a gaping maw with teeth. And if you hit triangle enough times, you sever the tentacle and then stomp on the maw. Right. So it, it jars you, but then it gives you an opportunity to fight back. It doesn't make you fight in the main game that way. Right. Okay. But I'd be lying if I said you're not going to just walk through areas and shit's going to jump out at you and you have to fight it. Mm. But it's not quite the Dead Space thing where I felt like a lot of the times Dead Space would have shit. And and remember, I recently played the trilogy where shit would like jump out at you and like the jump scare threw you off from being able to strategically fight characters. They've mitigated that with this new battle system which most people have appropriately said is the Mike Tyson's punch-out battle system. Have you heard about this? Right. I, I have heard that, yes. Okay. So this is a, this is a um, uh, by and large, this is a melee game. In the later parts of the games, it switches up to be more of a shooter. You do get ranged weapons early on, but your ammo is so scarce and they're weak. All of them are weak as fuck compared to the various melee weapons you get to beat people to death with. And so you want to use melee when you can. And this game doesn't do a fantastic job of explaining when you can and can't use melee. I will give it that. You have to die to find out, and then you go back and you figure it out. Uh, Large portions of the difficulty of the boss battle is, what the fuck do you want me to do to this guy, and how do you want me to do it? I cannot tell if my bullets or my melee are effective or not. And so that's, eh, it's off putting at first, but it's fine. Um, because you figure it out pretty fast. Um, right. But yeah, so it, with this system, you can hold back to block and you do take some damage. And then you do early on learn a counterattack where you kind of sweep their legs and get them on the floor so you can really beat them down. 
I didn't find Block to be that useful, especially because you'll quickly find enemies that you can't identify later in the game that Block is completely ineffective and you just get your ass beat in. So better is the dodge mechanic, which is hold left or hold right and then hold the opposite direction and your guy will dodge them every time. It doesn't matter if you're cycling through weapons, reloading, fighting, whatever. He will avoid damage. And it's figuring that out and getting that down that is the make or break of this game. And I found it very easy to get down. You just have to remember the simple rules. When some guy's rushing at you, hold left stick. Once you dodge it, hold right stick. Look for an... You know, they will swing multiple times. Look for your opportunity where they're done swinging at you and beat them down. (laughs) And you're fine. You really are fine. Trust me. Yeah. And the enemy variance is good enough. The scenario's great. The plotline's great. And um, there is another thing, though, which is about halfway through the game, maybe there's eight chapters. I think it's around chapter six. It does switch for a while to a stealth game. Sneak around Mm. blind enemies, sneak up behind them, stab them. So, path for the course for all most modern games. Yeah, the problem is is it kills the pacing, right? Like, it really slows down the pacing of the game, at least in my eyes, because I did it the way you're supposed to do it. Right. And that dragged out those two chapters. Most people said they beat this game in 8 to 10 hours. It took me, like, 13. Oh, wow. Not a long, terribly long game then? No, I wouldn't say so. But it's not terribly short like people said it was. Um, And I didn't die too, too much. Like, it might have sounded like I did, but there's just a couple of, there's a couple of choke points in the game. There's a grinder area. Those who've been there will know what I'm talking about. This was the one that Brad Shoemaker famously and lots of other people said made this game, like, this was a, a stopping point for a lot of people. In the very first version. This game came out naturally too hard. They had Mm. to drop down the difficulty. And you can tell that the development team was like, no, we want to Dark Souls it. We want to make it super hard. Unfortunately, they didn't build into the systems and the funness that you associate with a Dark Souls and a Demon Souls combat that makes you want to master it, right? Like, it's a pretty basic combat system. Sorry, guys, you didn't develop a good enough system, therefore you didn't earn that kind of difficulty. You've made it arbitrarily difficult, people don't want to play your game, right? And this game has already come out and said, it way missed goals. I think the goal was 5 million copies, and it sold, like, less than a million. So, you done fucked up there. You didn't test your game enough. You didn't listen to your audience. Um, but, but yeah, so there's, there's some parts like that, but by and large, yeah, like the story keeps me going. The tech is gorgeous. I played the whole game and I'm one of those people, as you know, that can see the difference between 30 and 60. I played the whole (laughs) game at 30 with ray tracing, looked awesome, looked dope. The reflections, the lighting, all of it is really great. The atmosphere is great. The story kept me going. I really enjoyed the Callisto protocol. And so I guess what I would say to people is as the price comes down, you may want to consider it. It's not as bad as people are saying. 
I think people have really rose-tinted glasses when they try to think back on what they thought Dead Space was. Because trees, right. I'm gonna, I'm doing a uh, retroactive episode, I think, on Dead Space. At least that's the plan. I've recorded right. some stuff. And I was looking back at it, and guess what? Dead Space, the original, didn't review very well. It really? was middling, right? Like, it, okay. it had some eights, but it also had some sixes. And it didn't sell well. Not as far as wow. I think. If you think about how many units Dead Space sold, especially the franchise it launched, I would think it would have cleared a million copies. It did not. Mm. All platforms wow. in the first like few months, I think it was 700,000 copies. That's not the resounding greatness that I recall. And it's still got some of the problems. It's funny how they've never remedied some of these problems. Like some of the backtracking and stuff. Or... This is something else that the game does, which I wouldn't say is a negative, but to some people this would be a negative. I really dug it. You'll go wandering off the beaten path and end up in a area which is nowhere near getting you to the end. And it's just like a corner with like a box that has some resources. Yeah, you like it. And then you got to backtrack through the whole fucking level to get to where (laughs) the real checkpoint is. That sounds wonderful. I didn't mind the exploration, right? <laughs> you, But I can see where other people are like, this is a fucking linear game. It just gave you that wild goose chase to expand itself out and pad it, right? And the Dead Space games have been guilty of padding since the first game. So mm-hmm. they didn't learn their lessons. And I think that's the part that people probably are struggling with. They expected it to either be the tried and true formula of Dead Space or for them to improve on the flaws of the Dead Space franchise. And they did neither. They just made another sci-fi horror game that is a new concept for it. So, but I dug it. I really did. I was thoroughly surprised and impressed with the Callisto Protocol. Yeah, I I don't know if I'll ever check it out personally, but Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe. Like I said, if people are thinking about it, I do think that as a budget title, this is something to pick up. Here's my problem. I think this game is worth $70 day one, assuming it was the same version I played, which I knew it was, which I know it wasn't, which is mm-hmm. why I'm happy I didn't play it till now. Um, to me, that would be worth $70 day one. This was not the state it was day one, and I didn't buy it. And so now having played it, and you have to have played through a decent chunk of the game to know if you're worth that. Well, then at that point, this is one of those, you know, rent it if you want to do Gamefly, which most people will not, or whatever other option you have for renting games, which is rare. Or you're just going to wait till that price is just cheap enough to grab it. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not there yet. I saw it. it's right now on sale for 50 It's Okay. If you don't know if you're going to like the game, don't do it. But I was thoroughly impressed. I expected to not like this game and to do that thing where I'm like, I'm not having fun. This is not a fun game. Yada, yada, yada. That's not what happened here. So, so yeah, I dug it. And I'm very much looking forward to playing the not developed by the original developers remake of Dead Space. On this one, I heard that the Xbox version is shining so far. Um, so I got the Xbox version coming to me, um, and we'll see. Cool. So, but yeah, so that's the Callisto protocol. 
I guess I would say pleasantly surprised. But it has, as you could probably hear, and you tell me, what is your take at the end? Um, I threw a lot of caveats out there, and I think it shows that, especially with certain games I really vibe with, Mm -hmm. I have a tendency to let some stuff slide. But I think the point was, was I didn't find it that hard. Mm -hmm. And this is a hard game. I can't lie. Like, this is a hard game. But... I played it for face value. So, but yeah, I mean, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, this isn't even me encouraging it because you don't love horror games. No, I'm not gonna go and spend like money. And yeah, to answer to the balance question, this game is more horror than action. Yeah, I'll give you that. So, so lots of wet squishies and. The plot's good. It is. I really dug it. And it is unique in how it does its storytelling. Oh, another thing I really like is they do all the comms and audio, uh, like the uh, just your communications with your buddies in the prison. Because you're a guy who's thrown into a prison. And then you find out that there's an experiment gone wrong that you've got to survive when a riot breaks out. Mm -hmm. It's basically the same concept of... Dead Space, and originally the plot of the Callisto Protocol was the original pitch for Dead Space 1. So that's what this really is. That's what Glenn Schofield is not admitting to, is that he really did his original concept of Dead Space 1 and people didn't love it, right? And that's what this is. But what I like is your comms with your buddies and your audio logs you find all come out of the PlayStation controller, right? And so that feels kind of cool too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that when they do that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I would say play it on PS5 if you can, if you're going to play it on console. And probably even if you're not going to play it on console, the PC version is still pretty rough, even with the best hardware. Like people are, Gersman is losing his mind that it doesn't play well on a 4090. So if you mm-hmm. have a $1,600 graphics card and you still can't get st- stability, which you clearly get with this game on PS5, maybe just play the PS5 version. <laughs> um but, uh, but yeah, I, um, I, yeah, I, I like the little touches. I, I dug this game, um, oh, but cool. it is, it is, uh, it is still dead space or that, mm-hmm. that concept. Oh, and the plots somewhat the same, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They can't help themselves the way they unravel it though. in the character development much stronger than dead space is what I'll say. So. Cool. But with that, that's it. That's my week. That's my nice. week. So it's good when you can finish something in your week. Yeah, yeah. And again, thirteen mm-hmm. hours. I put more time into it than I expected to. My wife was amused watching me play it. So yeah, well, that's good. So she let me. But anyway, that's that. So that be that. All right. Well, we're right at the cusp of three hours, and it is late. It is late. So what you say, we call it a night. Yeah, I think it's time for me to go to bed. All right. Well, then, until next week, happy gaming. Later.